The following is an exclusive presentation of KRKO, AM 1380, and FM 95.3. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. This is KRKO Everett. This is the best of Snohomish County Prep Basketball on KRKO. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. After two days and seven games, we've advanced to the final game of the 2023 Mount Lake Terrace Boys Basketball Holiday Tournament. And tonight's finale, the host team, Mount Lake Terrace Hawks, get set to host the two-time defending 1A state champion, Lyndon Christian Links. Tonight's game on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3, streaming live at krko.com, is brought to you by Kia of Everett, the Lake Stevens Ace Hardware Store, Dave & Buster's, Chuck Van Howling, Legacy West Insurance at Allstate, Glass by Lund, and by Marysville Toyota. We come to you live from the Mount Lake Terrace High School Gymnasium. They call it the Terraceum. Hello, everybody. Alongside Joel Boyer, I'm Tom Lafferty. It's been a couple of days of pretty good basketball here in South Snohomish County and a pretty good array of teams from inside and outside of the immediate area. Coming up, we'll talk live with both head coaches, Tim Zilstra in his second year at Linden Christian and with Nayland Sood, longtime coach here at Mount Lake Terrace High School as I'll stop by our broadcast location here courtside at the Terraceum. Um, lots of basketball being played here, as we mentioned. There's games earlier yesterday and games earlier today as well. We'll give you the uh, final scores from yesterday and then catch you up a little bit later. So yesterday in the games being played here as Seaholm took on Prairie, it was Inglemore and Seattle Academy, North Creek and Linden Christian, Skyline and Mount Lake Terrace all are in this tournament. Coming into this game, the Mount Lake Terrace Hawks are 5-0 in Wesco League play, 8-0 overall with a pre-holiday conference wins over Marysville Pilchuck, Stanwood, Archbishop Murphy, Arlington, and Marysville Getchell. The Hawks have already registered a non-league win over defending 2A state champion Linden. Terrace is the number six team in the state coaches poll conducted by Sportsbook Live. Mount Lake Terrace beat Skyline, beat the Spartans last night here by the final score of 81-56. They were led by the 33 points of Jackson Dubio. The Hawks played a couple games with the Tacoma Dome in the 3A state tournament a year ago, and they did not place. The Linden Christian Lynx out of the Northwest Conference have pretty much taken up residency at the Yakima Sun Dome over the past couple years, winning back-to-back state 1A championships. Last year, they defeated Kings in the title game. The Lynx are also undefeated this year so far with a 5-0 league record. 9-0 overall record, including last night's 61-52 win over North Creek. We'll talk with Nayland Sood of the Mount Lake Terrace Hawks and Tim Zelstra of the Linden Christian Lynx as we get closer to our tip-off here. As with 5-11 to go in the fourth quarter, they're running a little bit behind here, the eighth game of the day. And right now, it's a 49-35 lead for North Creek, the Jaguars leading the uh, Prairie Falcons out of the Greater St. Helens League. So a Kinko team and a team out of the Greater St. Helens League playing here. We've got the Northwest Conference 1A and the Western Conference 3A coming up in our game. We're kind of down to the tip-off between the Linden Christian Lynx and the Mount Lake Terrace Hawks. When we come back, we'll talk with Joel Boyer. We'll meet the coaches as well. The West Coast tonight, New Year's holiday pregame show continues on KRKL AM 1380 and FM 95.3, Everett's Greatest Hits, Sports and More. 
Ryan Berg here at the Shop of Arlington Tire Pros, A1 Auto Service, and Simmons Garage. This is my favorite time of year. I love the look on people's faces when receiving gifts or grace from others. At my shop, I want to help make this happen with a buy one, give one sale. Now to the end of the year, buy oil changes for a year for just 100 bucks, and then gift oil changes for a year to someone else at no charge. For a shop near you, look us up online at theshopofarlington.com and have a safe and Merry Christmas, everyone. Abby Van Damp Carpet and more in Marysville would like to remind you that time's running out on this year's opportunity to earn a new federal tax credit of up to $1,200 on energy-efficient Duet Honeycomb Shades from Hunter Douglas. Duet Shades are designed specifically to provide year-round insulation at the window. Their unique cellular construction traps air in distinct pockets, helping you save energy when temps dip, as well as when they heat up, so you can live comfortably and reduce your monthly utility bills. Plus, Duet Shades are available in over 150 fabric and color choices so you can save energy without compromising on style. This is your last chance to earn a 2023 federal tax credit on energy efficient Hunter Douglas shades. So don't miss out. Limitations and restrictions apply. Contact Abby Van Dam Carpet and more for details. This is your last chance to earn a 2023 federal tax credit on energy efficient Hunter Douglas shades. So make your purchase before the end of the year in order to save. Limitations and restrictions apply. Available at Abby Van Dam Carpet and more in Marysville. A message from the Snohomish County Department of Emergency Management. Was your Snohomish County home, business, or farm damaged during the recent flooding? The Snohomish County Department of Emergency Management is collecting data that will help us to better understand where property was impacted and to make the case for recovery resources, including possible assistance and future mitigation projects. Please visit the Snohomish County Department of Emergency Management website and click on the Flood Impact Survey to share your story. From the Snohomish County Department of Emergency Management. Mount Lake Terrace and Linden are set to, Linden Christian are set to get underway here in just a little while. They'll be warming up. They're actually warming up in the auxiliary gym to our right. Then they'll come out here for their pregame warm-ups. We're still with 4.09 to play in the game prior. North Creek with the lead over Prairie. 53-35, again, 409 to play in that one. Although it's called a tournament, this isn't really a championship game, probably more of a high school basketball showcase. Today's game brought to you by Smoky Point Concrete, the Buzz-In Steakhouse, Judd Black Appliance, Chevrolet of Everett, the law office of Russell and Hill, and by Screen Printing Northwest. Joel Boyer, let's talk about this tournament or showcase or itself. It's really a matter of two things, good basketball and convenience. We're five minutes east of Interstate 5, haven't had to board an airplane or cross a mountain pass to get here, plus... Probably, most importantly, the JV teams and the C teams get to play as well. Yeah, it's such a cool thing when you come here, Tom. It's not, it's not just about the varsity teams, which a lot of holiday tournaments, especially if they fly places, it's really just that varsity getting that, that time and that scheduling. And, and that's kind of one of those things that then you have to find those those other games for your C team or your JVs. Uh, but here, and I think I really credit uh, Nalen Sood and just kind of the whole Mount Lake Terrace community, uh, they, they want to make it a, a full program atmosphere. Uh so it's just great getting to see the young players getting to play in the other gym as well. And, and like you said, starting in, I think it was 9 a.m. this morning, they started yeah. those those uh, those lower-level games um, for those lower-level tier teams. Uh, but then you, you kind of finish the night out with these varsity ones on the main court. And the Terrace team, if you haven't been to a game here, it's a great place to watch. It's, it's big enough to have big games, but intimate enough to feel like it can get really full and really loud in here. A lot of district games have been played here have been 
fortunate enough to coach some games in this one, and it's uh, it's a great place. It's a fun atmosphere. Well, something's got to give today. You've got two undefeated teams. By rule, only one team gets to stay undefeated after about 90 minutes of basketball. Yeah, and when you start talking about uh, different levels, and like you just said off the year before we came on here, the one we're watching here in front of us, there, there's 4A schools, there's 3A schools, 2A. You go all the way down to 1A with, well, with uh, Linden Christian, but uh, Linden Christian is not a typical 1A school. Right. Uh, for, from top to bottom in, in any sport, I feel, they they regularly, I mean, they're in that 3A, 2A, 1A conference of the Northwest Conference, uh, but they are just so talented with the, the level of, of, of player that comes through here. Um, the, don't think of them as a 1A school. This is going to be a heck of a game between a strong, powerful, powerhouse 3A terrace program and a 1A Linden Christian. Well, you just mentioned a pound-for-pound, team-by-team. Northwest Conference may be playing the best basketball in the state of Washington right now. <laughs> well, anytime you can say that the the two-time defending 2A state champion is are the Linden Lions in the 2A and the 1A Linden Christian, two-time defending state champions, it's like... You have back-to-back years defending state champions for the 2A and the 1A in the same league. They play two <laughs> league games a year up there against each other. I mean, right. and they're both the state champions for two years in a row. It, you're, you're talking about phenomenal basketball. Well, and now let's go down. you got Mount Vernon, who yep. the other night beat Arlington yeah. by about yes. 19 points. Yep. You've we, got Anna Cordes. And we've seen Arlington. and know that they're, they're, they're a real team. Right. you got Anna Cordes, who's playing great basketball. Oh, by the way, the defending two-way football champions as well <laughs> yeah but, but they're getting their basketball legs going absolutely i mean you start talking about that i mean we we looked at arlington early on and they just eight days before you and i happened to just watch a game together when they played jackson early on right I and mean, their, their football guys just finished playing losing a losing a tough battle to, to bellevue in the state football playoffs for football eight days before right so you start thinking about once these once these players sometimes have to start morphing from football to basketball and um, and they can all be tough, and they're, they're in shape and tough, but yeah, that shooting takes a little bit of time to warm up sometimes. So um, now's a great time to start to see how good these teams really are when they're in full basketball mode. Well, what is in the water up north in Linden? Both, like you mentioned, Linden, Linden Christian, back-to-back state titles. It's title town there on the north end of Guide Meridian. Boys and girls. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, wasn't it, is it Nixack Valley girls, I think, last yes. year? Is that yep. what I yep. remember? And, I mean, Linden Christian girls have... I feel it's about every other year they're the state champions. Uh, but it, it is Linden girls are also phenomenal and always in that top five, six state. Oftentimes that when I see in the – oh, they won the state title. Again, not a surprise. Right. Um, saw both those Linden Christian, Linden girls programs at NBC camps about 15 years ago when I was coaching those camps. And they were always the two of the top probably three teams in camp. And they'd go at each other. And they, there's not a lot of love lost. They all know each other and know each other for a long time. They live in the same small town, but they respect each other. Right. Uh, but they compete hard against each other. What catches your eye when you look at the links? What's gonna? What are you gonna be watching? Well, the first thing I noticed, they don't have any real big tall player, but every guy's over six feet, and they're all. I guarantee there's gonna be a lot of length. And uh, just Lyndon Christian, it feels like one of their calling cards on both both guys and girls sides. Actually, now I think about it, but. It's just defense. They are long, and they are just very right. stout defensively. Um, so it won't surprise me to see a number of different defensive calls between man and zone and different zones you see just mixing things up, oftentimes trying to slow people down. Um, but I, I would venture to see probably a lot of length um, from this Lynx team. And they go, and they have one freshman up there, but then a lot of seniors and juniors, and so probably a very seasoned veteran team 
Oh, and by the way, do we say again that they're the two-time defending state champs? <laughs> Talk about seasoned veterans. They're not going to – the moment will not be too big in the away team's gym against uh, the, the Mountain Terrace Hawks. Speaking of eye-catching, what's not to like about Montlake Terrace Hawks? They have a good chance to return home this year from the Tacoma Dome and bring home some hardware. Uh, yeah, I, I would think they've got to be one of our kind of odds-on favorites to, to go to the Dome and to, and to go deep onto that fourth day, hopefully, and, and, and get some hardware, whether it be a, a first, what everybody wants, or, you know, obviously. Right. But you'll take that as, as much as it hurts in the moment. When you look at that trophy, the trophy case, that says fourth place in the state of Washington 3, you're like, that's impressive. That is hard to do. And so <clears throat> sometimes in that moment, you don't get that first or whatnot, but second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. You see those in the trophy case. Those are meaningful things, and coaches know how hard those are to get and that you sometimes there's no guarantee to get back to get that. Right. So sometimes players maybe give a little disappointment in that, but coaches are like, there's no guarantee. I mean, you have Naylon Sud who's been at Mount Lake Terrace for so many years and been so successful, but there's never a guarantee that this next year's team or the team after that is able to get there. Now, they're pretty dynamite, but just you, you never take things for granted. Let me run this by you. Ken Roberts, Joe Marsh, Nick Brown, Nalen Sood. I think the Western Conference has 3A. 3A has four coaches that will head to the High School Basketball Hall of Fame in the state of Washington. I, I don't know how, you, how any of those guys aren't deserving on the first round. Right. I mean, goodness gracious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nalen, Joe, Ken, these, I mean, all these guys. Who was the fourth one you even said? Nick Brown. Yeah, of, yes, uh, absolutely. Of Arlington. Of Arlington. Uh, they're just all fantastic coaches. Um, and, and the thing I'd say for those guys especially is so much longevity. Well, I was going to say because they've stuck in one place. Absolutely. And they've stuck in one place. But sometimes you see kind of not, not a flash in the pan, but you see like, wow, this class is so strong. And that class, when they were juniors and seniors for whatever school, go to the state tournament back-to-back -back years, and then they don't go for another 7, 8, 10, 12 years. Right. And you're like, well, that class was strong, but it's hard to kind of – all four of those guys have taken, you know, I don't know, 20-plus years. Joe Marsh might be the shortest, but he's been an assistant there a long time at Arlington. I, right. Um, but he's been there 12, 13, 14, right. 12, you know. I mean, but you look at those guys have all been there a long time at those schools and just being willing to build – Build programs, not just a varsity team that does really well one or two or three or four years, but build programs that are year in and year out, just strong, competitive. You see very similar traits woven throughout those programs. Right. Um, and those players work hard and have a lot of respect for those programs. So that is our pregame comments. We're just about done with the game here in front of us with the uh, North Creek Jaguars leading now 59-44 with about a half a minute to go in the game over the Prairie Falcons. And then we will have about 10 minutes before we have the tip-off of tonight's game between the Linden Christian Lynx and the Mount Lake Terrace Hawks. We'll continue live from Mount Lake Terrace High School with the Hawks and the Lynx. Stay tuned. Our West Coast Tonight pregame show continues right here on KRKO. Your everyday pub can be a destination when it's out to Summit. Where else can you get a prosciutto and pear pizza with a balsamic reduction and wash it down with an award-winning local craft beer? Sound to Summit. When friends visit from out of town and want the best beer around, you know where to take them. Original Brewery on Bigford Avenue in Snohomish and now at the Everett Marina. Sound to Summit Brewing. Find the tap selections and full menus online. Sound, the number two, summit.com. Craft beer, craft food, craft experiences.
Gary Duke here with Maury the Movie Guy, who recently bought a new Honda from Honda of Marysville. Hey, Maury, how was your experience? It was amazing and weird at the same time, because when you go to buy a car, I'm on my defensive thinking that someone's going to try to pull a fast one up. From being greeted the second I got out of my car, to the whole buying experience, to the finance, it, it was first class, and everybody was so nice, and everybody knows what they're doing. That's what we strive to do, is be professionals in what we do, and to satisfy our customers in every way possible. To learn more, go to HondaMarysville.com. Justice is easy if you know what to do. Call 800-LAW-0842. The law offices of Russell and Hill are proud sponsors of the KRKO Prep Sports Student Athlete of the Month. These student athletes have demonstrated excellence on the field of play and in the classroom. Russell and Hill believes in being part of your community and salutes those who give the extra effort. Russell and Hill will fight for you. Game days are always better at Dave & Buster's in Linwood at the Elmerwood Mall. Why? More screen on their 40-foot wow wall. That's why. That's because more TV inches, more food and drinks, more space and more fun make the game we all know and love more special. So celebrate your team with your squad. Enjoy the games and the good times with an unbelievable lineup of beer options. Now that is on point. Add more ding-ding-ding to your game day with more food and more screen at Dave & Buster's in Linwood and online at DaveAndBusters.com. And we welcome you back live to the Terraceum where the game just concluded. North Creek got the win over Prairie, and we're going to be talking with both head coach Nayland Sue of the Mount Lake Terrace Hawks and Tim Zilstra of the Linden Christian Lynx here momentarily as we count down to the tip-off. This is game number eight of going on here at Mount Lake Terrace High School, and we're going to get Coach Tim Zilstra wired up here in just a moment. He's uh, setting down his bag, just making it out here. Still about eight minutes before the introduction of the lineups and we will get him on with us tom lafferty along with joel boyer and buddy patrick is our uh, producer engineer today as he's out there uh getting a coach all wired up here we'll get coach ready to go coach Zilstra, welcome tom lafferty along with joel boyer before we talk about your team this year give us the tim zilstra <laughs> journey to coaching at linden christian from there in 84 uh, went to school at Seattle U stayed down there for a while and then came back to Linden uh, to start a family raise a family and uh, been coaching as an assistant for let's see 10 years before and then about four years ago I took over as a head job okay yep. what's the elevator speech who are the links here this year uh, the links are coming off a, a, a couple good years so uh, <laughs> we uh, you, we, you uh, think? Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I've heard, uh, heard those are good. <laughs> I try to tell the kids that we can't rely on that. So we start all over again, and then, you know, we go to work in the gym and, and get things done. So uh, we're still finding our way. We've, we've done fairly well on the win-loss column, but, mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's always room to grow, and uh, uh, we try to just get better each day. Yeah, I mean, looking at some of these names, and I, I coached uh, girls basketball at Snohomish for years, and so Linden Christian's a, a, a place near and dear to me. See a lot of names of Dykstra's and, and different different people you're like ah I recognize some of those talk about kind of that family connection that you guys have just in the in the community of Linden but also in in the town that Linden Christian alum like yourself come back to Linden Christian just seems to perpetuate through yeah pretty special for me to be able to come back and coach a, at you know my alma mater so um yeah the bloodlines run pretty thick there and uh it's nice to see uh, a group like the Dykstra's come through uh you always know you got some players coming up so um you know, the younger kids, uh, you know, want to be here at the end. So um, 
I think they grow up going to the state tournaments and, and, and watching and then saying, hey, I, I want to get there. Um, so they put in a lot of work. Absolutely. Give us a quick rundown of your five starters, a little something about each one. Uh, starters tonight, again, Gannon Dykstra will start at the point. Um, just a solid player. He's a junior. Uh, played for us a little bit uh, last year. Um, was a was actually a key component last year, too. And uh, and then we go, uh, again, is just a good shooter and a good point guard. Uh, you know, really nice player. And then we go Dawson Bauma at the other guard, who has um, this year kind of stepped into more of the scoring role. So um, he was a key contributor last year on the team. And then we kind of move over into our bigs, uh, where Jeremiah Wright was the uh, the 1A state player of the year, uh, you know, at the state tournament last year. Uh, right. He's coming off of an injury that he uh, suffered in football with a dislocated elbow, but has played the last three games for us, so we're, we're really thankful to get him back. And then we have uh, number 40, Caden Stite, um, uh, who didn't play for us last year, but uh, decided to come out, back out this year. And, uh, you know, he's uh, getting recruited in football. He's going to Eastern on a football scholarship, but we're really excited to have him out here. He, he, he works hard. You, and, and You like good. those guys yeah. out there, don't you? He's really good on the board. <laughs> so anytime anytime we can rebound, out-rebound people, uh, things tend to go our way. Um, and then we'll round it out with uh, Trey Bossman, who's one of our top defenders and just, a, uh, again, a role player for us that it, uh, uh, we try to say everybody's even for us uh, cr- across the board. So we need those players, too. Yeah. Thanks very much. Let's All right, go get them. guys. I, I, uh, Awesome that you guys are here doing this. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks. There we go. That is Tim Zilstra, head coach of the Linden Christian Lynx. And we're going to hear from head coach Nalen Suit here momentarily as he's going to make his way down here as I see him dropping off his uh, clipboard. And we're going to uh, talk to Coach Suit as get him wired up here as he makes his way out here. Coach, last year you lost to Linden Christian in this same spot. You decided... To schedule them again, glutton for punishment, or you're, you just like hard games to play? Happy holidays, and thanks oh. for reminding me. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> Leave it to Tom to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Open some old wounds, but uh, you always want to play the best. That's uh, what we've always tried to do with our non-league, and, you know, you're not only getting good players, you're getting a good program, and you're getting a very well-coached team that knows how to have success, and we saw that with Lyndon last week. We see that again with Lyndon Christian here. So, uh, you know, uh, that's that's why we want to play a team like this. How do you get such a good field at this at this showcase or tournament? Well, you know, we had it for 30 years, and I think it's uh, hopefully the respect people for have for how this program's run. Got amazing support staff here that puts a great, together a great tournament. We, I think, we field teams that want to play each other. Right. In the world we live in nowadays, with RPI. I think that plays into it. But, you know, you can look from top to bottom. What we got was good teams, but we got great programs. And, you know, you get some of the guys that have been coaching for a while that history just shows they run good programs, and I think that people just gravitate. So we've been fortunate. If we didn't have good programs coming to this, it's not a good tournament. Well, and you talk about programs. I mean, one of the few tournaments I know that happens at the holidays that has, it's not just varsity teams here. You have your C teams and you have your JV teams. Talk about the importance of having those all at the same place. You know, I was a JV coach for 13 years, and fortunately I learned from my mentor that the lifeblood of the program is your C team, is your JV team, is your feeder program. And 
I just, you know, I respect all the programs that run tournaments, but it's not fair that you have to go find games for those teams because they don't have a tournament to go play to, play in. And, they, you know, they got people that want to come watch them, and why not come to the Terrace see them? And so that, that's just really important to me that we're always going to, we're going to have a tournament here at Mount Lake Terrace High School. It's going to be inclusive for everybody. Awesome. Give it, run down your five starters, a little something about each one. Uh, I'll let you know after the game's over. Okay. <laughs> no, but, but uh, two's our point guard, uh, solid, steady. Uh, Rayshon Connors, our shooting guard, and he's been a good defensive player. We're hoping he can uh, knock down some shots. Jackson, everybody knows him, playing outstanding. 33 last uh, night, right? 33 last night. Uh, Sajit, the junior, who's uh, coming into his own, had a good year as a sophomore. Uh, he's got a tough job tonight with uh, their bigs. And then Xavion, who's had you know two outstanding years. We're looking for him to... Uh, really be continue to be a standout player on both ends of the court for us. Let's go get him. All right, appreciate it, guys. Good you seeing you. Happy New Year. <laughs> there you go. That is Nalen Sood, head coach of the Mount Lake Terrace Hawks. Welcome back. Take a look again at the starting lineups and get set to tip it off as we're live at the Terraceum right here on KRKO. Chuck Van Howling from Legacy West Insurance with Allstate is here to save the day and your hard-earned cash. Whether it's your trusty four wheels or your cozy abode, Chuck's team has the magic touch to make sure you're covered when life throws you a curveball. With Legacy West Insurance and Allstate, you can say goodbye to insurance confusion and hello to peace of mind. You're in good hands with Legacy West and Allstate on 112th Street in Everett and on Facebook. At Marysville Toyota, there's a better way to buy your next car. It's called One. One price, one person, one hour. Our best upfront price is clearly posted on every vehicle. It takes all the guesswork out. We'll work with you from start to finish. No awkward handoff, no finance office. One person will work with you the entire time. And once you've selected what vehicle you want and how you want to pay for it, we'll do everything possible to get you on the road and on your way home in one hour. To experience the power of One, go to MarysvilleToyota.com. That's Marysville. Toyota.com. At Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens, community is at the heart of everything we do. It's the spirit of togetherness and DIY magic that brings us all closer together. From lending a hand on your latest project to sharing tips and tricks, our store is more than just a place to shop. It's a hub where friendships are built and stories are shared. Discover top-notch tools, local expertise, and a friendly smile that's always there to help. Let's build, create, and grow together. Visit Lake Stevens Ace Hardware today. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware. And welcome to the Terraceum. The students, staff, and parents of Mount Lake Terrace High School are proud to welcome you to tonight's Mount Lake Terrace Holiday Tournament game between undefeated Lyndon Christian and undefeated Mount Lake Terrace. This game is being played according to the rules of the WIAA. These rules provide for fair competition among players. Spectators can also help promote sportsmanship by observing the rules of fair play. And now, here are the starting lineups for tonight's game. For the Linden Christian Lynx, a six-foot-one senior, number two, Dawson Bauma. For the Mount Lake Terrace Hawks, a 5'10 junior, number 11, Rayshon Connor! For Lyndon Christian, a 6'0 junior, number 13, Gannon Dykstra. 
And for the Mount Lake Terrace Hawks, a six foot two senior, number 15, Jackson Dubio! For Lyndon Christian, a six foot two junior, number 33, Trey Bossman. And for Mount Lake Terrace, a five foot eleven senior, number twenty one, Logan Twos. For Lyndon Christian, a six foot five senior, number thirty five, Jeremiah Wright. And for Mount Lake Terrace, a six foot four junior, number thirty five, Svejit Singh. For Lyndon Christian, a six foot four senior, number forty, Caden Stite. And for Mount Lake Terrace, a six foot two senior. Number 41, Xavier Jones. The head coach for Linden Christian is Tim Zelstra, assisted by Grant Rupert, Cody Franson, and Brian Sipma. The head coach for Mount Lake Terrace is Naylan Sood, assisted by Greg Wirtz, Johnny Phillips, Sean Kirk, Anthony Asbury, Joey Gardner, and Nicole Maddox. And the trainer for Mount Lake Terrace is Alexander Tokenets. Okay, there you go. You see, we got we got Willits to give us the starting lines. We didn't have to do it, Boyer. Boy, I, I haven't seen a better plan come together in my life. <laughs> so Steve is doing the uh, PA here for this entire tournament. This is his eighth game as well. We're ready for the opening tip-off here between Lyndon Christian and Mount Lake Terrace. Ira Dunbar is the referee. He's got the basketball. Manuel Fernandez, Will Nichols are the umpires. The ball is just about to go up in the air and will be set for this game between Linden Christian and Mount Lake Terrace. Both teams are undefeated, and off we go. Linden Christian controls are moving down to our right. They're in the navy blue uniform. The turnaround jumper up and in for Bauma. Dawson Bauma, that was pretty easy, Boyer. Well, he's averaging over 20 a game, and, and he's been the one that's been really scoring for these guys. Uh, I'm pretty sure it won't be the last time we call his name. Mount Lake Terrace in their home white uniforms with no red on him at all. Backing in is Savit Singh. Has the ball stripped away from him, and here's a steal. Grabbed there by Gannon Dykstra. Out of backcourt, here come the Lynx. Fleet it over the right-hand corner to Bauma. Bauma into the paint, turn around, fadeaway jumper up and good. From about 13 feet away, Bauma has four. The lead is four. And you can tell he loves to elevate on that jump shot. Gets nice, high, straight up and down. Where he takes off is where he lands right there. Real pretty jumper for him. Jackson Dubiel had 33 last night. He starts tonight with a two-pointer up with a left hand in the paint down low. Dubiel is one of those players, Tommy. He's just so graceful. He just moves. He doesn't even look like he's working hard, but he just gets places so quickly. Linda Christian with the basketball leading at 4-2. 6.55 to go. Opening quarter at Mount Lake Terrace High School tonight. Jeremiah Wright goes in, kind of lowers the shoulder, gives himself some space, and it puts it up from about three feet away. It's 6-2 lead for Lyndon Christian. Both these teams playing man-to-man -man defense right now. Jackson Dubiel has it top of the key. Now twos. Logan twos out, out by the logo. Calls fist with the left hand. 
He'll swing it over left-hand side to Rayshon Connor into the paint, puts it up off the glass and in. Nice move by Connor, went around the defense, put it up and in. It's 6-4 the score. Lyndon Christian with the lead, links with the basketball. Moving to our right, navy blue uniforms with kind of a Carolina blue trim and white numbers. That is Dowson Bulma has the ball denied, gets it back out to Dykstra. Now out to Jeremiah Wright. Back out on top, 10 to shoot. Fadeaway jumper up. That's going to be a two that won't go up over the top of the backboard. A miss there by Dawson Bauma. And Lyndon Christian will turn it over. Kind of a lively rim there for that to go up that high. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You see that pop up pretty high, go right over the top there. You know, we last possession down here, Tom, you could see Lyndon Christian is switching their defense. So as it's man-to-man defense on a screen, they're switching. But there's definitely some matchups that they don't necessarily want to get into, the links in guarding these quick talks. So it was Xavion Jones. You definitely want to keep one of those strong athletic bodies on him, not one of those smaller guards having to guard the big Xavion Jones. Logan Toos has it top of the key. Now to Savit Singh. Four on the shot clock. Banks it off. Won't go. Rebound going to be controlled out. Then a bad pass coming out and coming at us was Xavion Jones. Jones flags it down, puts it up and in. They're going to call him for the offensive charge. Well, there for a second, Joel, I got to about the eighth grade with my life flashing in front of me. If you got Xavier Jones coming at you full tilt, get out of the way. Yeah, Tom, you have a table between you and him. I had nothing between him and I. I was just cowering behind, buddy. Oh, my gosh. All league running back, all yeah, league yeah. defensive end. I didn't, I didn't play linebacker in high school, and I was not wanting to in that moment. So it's going to be a foul on Jones, his first. They're going to call another foul, an offensive foul on the other end. They're going to whistle this one on Caden Stite. Stite, who's been this year so far a double-double machine. Absolutely. And they were just talking to us as we, we heard in the pregame there from, from Coach Zilstra that he's going to Eastern Washington on a football scholarship. And he definitely looks that part of a strong oh. body setting screens like that. I'm sure I'm sure he left a mark on that moving screen. And the two football players are guarding each other here, too. As It's a 6-4 lead for Lyndon Christian on Motlick Terrace's home floor. Down to six to shoot. Zevion Jones high up the window. He's a big guy, but he's got some moves. Uh, and he's only listed at 6-2. Tom, I swear Zevion Jones is like 6-9 the way he plays. <laughs> Here's Sameet Singh, speaking of height, goes in and swats the ball out of bounds. He knocked over his own player. Logan Tu says, Savit, next time, do a little bit less. Let me get out of the way. <laughs> Before you whack at the basketball. Out of bounds now. 23 on the shot clock. Steele on the inbound. Grabbed by Dubiel. Leading the charge. Going in. Laying good. He got fouled. And he will go to the free throw line. Nice steal by Dubiel. And then he, did you see him? He was, they were stride for stride. There were three links. And then Dubiel, and then he just kind of pulled ahead of him and went in and laid it up and in and got fouled from behind. Yeah, and they're getting Caden Stite for that. There was three guys that really probably could have been, but that's going to be Stite's second personal. Definitely going to have to probably, um, well, not definitely, I'm guessing we're going to see a sub. Yeah, yep, yep, looks like we just got a sub right there. Yeah, checking in now is Caden Veltman. Do you happen to see what grade he is there, Tom? Veltman, yeah, he's a freshman. Yeah, first one off the bench, and I'll tell you right now, He's, he's got a long, lanky body that's, <laughs> that screams first guy off the bench, <laughs> yeah. not freshman by now. Four and a half minutes to go in the opening quarter. Mount Lake Terrace now with a three-point lead after the free throw by Jackson Dubio. So Lyndon Christian is led by four. 
and that three-point lead is now a one-point lead as it got it inside, and that was Jeremiah Wright with the bucket. 9-8 to score. Here's a runner by Rayshon Connor. Missed it, and then got his own rebound, but it was stolen away and grabbed back by Lyndon Christian. Links out of back, out of backcourt. Over to the right-hand side, a three on the way up and good. Dawson Bauma. Boy, that's a smooth-looking shot. Wow, <laughs> and you could just see right there, once that ball got into Gannon Dykstra's hands, He's just moving, moving, moving through all that traffic. Got a little bumped on that, but was able to find Bama. You could tell that is just such a comfortability for those backcourt running mates. Back to a lead for Lyndon Christian. Motley Terrace with the basketball. That's two to the baseline. Scoop laying good. Counted. And one coming up. Logan Twos will go to the free throw line, trying to complete the three-point play. The bucket there, the scoop laying, ties it at 11. I'm going to tell you, Tom, I watched that play, and I was specifically watching Jeremiah Wright for the links on that, and he gave ground, gave ground, not wanting to pick up that foul. I was pretty surprised when that foul got called right there, to be honest, because I thought he did a great job of giving ground on that play, knowing Twos was going to go at him. Third lead change of the ball game. It's back to a one-point lead for Montlake Terrace after Twos hits the free throw. Wright did pick up the foul, his first third-team foul. Down to 19 to shoot now. They go long cross court, and Logan Tews goes up and gets the interception. Back the other way we come. Here comes Rayshon Connor up the right-hand side. Leaves it for Tews. Tews to the baseline. Scoops try to scoop a pass over to the corner as into the – Gabe Town is in there now. Gabe Town, the tall guy, at 6-7. And now they get out of trouble, down to 11 to shoot. Right side, Connor. Dribble drive to the baseline, closed off there. Goes back to the top of the key to town. He'll shoot the three, misses it. He goes to the seat of his pants. A reload here, but it's going to be grabbed by the Lynx. Lyndon Christian out of backcourt, up the left-hand side. Dawson Balma with it. Pull-up jumper for three, rattles it home. Tom, I see why he averages over 22 points a game. Wow. <laughs> He's got 10 here in the, the first quarter. <laughs> yeah. 10 of the 14 points. And there is a smoothness. It's not just 10 points. It is a... All jumpers, no lands right now, just jump shots. But talk about just the, the sharp shooting calmness. Nice pass by Town to Savit Singh, but he misses the point blank lay and no good. Links with the rebound out of backcourt. Here comes Lyndon Christian. That's Gannon Dykstra. Feeds it over to Bauma again. Behind the legs dribble. Back to Dykstra again. Dykstra dribble drive to the left hand side. Feeds it over to the left side. That is Trey Bosman goes into the paint, closed off there by the Motley Terrace defense. Safe from going out of bounds there, but it's thrown right back inbounds and grabbed by Logan Twos. Down to Dubiel, off the window and in. Jackson Dubiel ties the score for the second time today. It's 14 all with a minute 52 to go in the opening quarter. End to end action here. And now we're going to have some subs coming in here at the next dead ball. We've got Jackson Dubiel on the floor, no call. He gets up, dusts himself off. That is Dawson Bauma out between the circles, 12 to shoot. Starts the dribble down the left-hand side. Tries to spin against Rayshon Connor, puts it up, and it goes in. Soft Wasn't, touch. Yeah. I think it, that hit on the rim about six times right there, Tom, but you could just tell that ball when he lets it go and it just sits up on that rim. It's just soft up there. 16-14 lead for Lyndon Christian. Logan Twos brings it out of backcourt. Swings it over to Jackson Dubiel. Dubiel to the top of the key to town. Now bounce pass down low. They go to Singh. Puts it up with the hook shot. Is up and in. Sky hook. Ties it at 16 all. And I think I heard Nalen Suter right there feed him. Get it into Singh right there. Especially when you have one foul on right. 
if you can get him with that second one. Right. But going into uh, Sanjeev Singh, it's like he is absolutely one of their their key players coming in here. But if you can go at somebody else's star player right there that might get him a second foul, is huge. We're going to have an offensive foul called here. Dykstra. Where, is that everybody? on the screen or on the... They're going to call it here on Trey Bosman. So his first personal foul and the fourth team foul. Some wholesale substitutions coming in for both teams. Lyndon Christian, chief among them, putting three in. Yeah, and I think that we might be seeing some of those starters coming back in 43 seconds at the yeah. quarter change. 16 all, 37 seconds to play in the first half. 22 of the shot clock, Montlake Terrace basketball. That's a chance Chalmers who's checked into the ball game. Swing it to Dubiel across the top of the key on the dribble. Goes to the baseline. Swatted from the side, and he got fouled from the side. And I think they're going to get Caden Veldman. Am I correct? I think so. We'll tell you in a second. Yep, it will be. Caden Veldman came in, got a, kind of a nice job swatting at the basketball, but got it with the body. Yeah, absolutely. Great job up top. We got that ball when it was out of the hand, not in the hand, which is just so often it's a guaranteed foul call because you're just making contact right there. But got that clean in the air. His body just kind of carried him right into Dubiel, though. And Dubiel. Missed the shot, but hit the first free throw. Second free throw on the way. It's good as well. Hit them both. It's a two-point lead for Mount Lake Terrace on their home floor. 18-16. Shot clock is dead with 21 seconds to play in this first quarter. Swing a pass over to the right-hand side. That's Brody Bauman now. Give it top side to Veldman. Back to the basket. Gives it out to Tossin. Bauma puts it up a shot. It won't go. Kept alive by Lyndon Christian. Down to five, down to four. Twos brings it out of backcourt. Down to three, down to two. Leaves it to Dubiel. Shoots a three. It won't go with the horn. They had that set up perfectly. Yeah, that kind of reminded me a little bit of Villanova in the national championship game about six years, five years ago. Epic. 18-16, Mount Lake Terrace with the lead. Back with a second quarter. Don't you dare go away right here on KRKO. Say yes to year-end savings on home appliances at Judd & Black. Like up to 50% off cooking and dishwashers, 40% off laundry pairs, and savings up to $1,900 on refrigerators. Big year-end savings on floor models and ding and dent items. Even from top brands like Whirlpool, Frigidaire, Bosch, and Gen Air. The best part? 0% financing for 18 months on approved credit. That's no financing fees until June 2025. No games, no gimmicks. Just year-end savings at Judd & Black, your hometown appliance store. KRKO Everett. Take the KRKO Challenge. Listen for an hour and see if you can stop yourself from singing along. KRKO. This January, drive change with Kia of Everett. Join us in supporting Harnish Helps, aiding youth in our community with every test drive. Partnering with Cocoon House and Coffee Oasis, we are tackling youth homelessness, providing hope and essential services. Last year, your support made a significant impact, and now we are aiming higher. Visit Kia of Everett and drive a new beginning for our youth. Together, let's steer towards hope and opportunity. Kia of Everett, your simple, easy, fun dealer. Be part of the change. Test drive today. Second quarter underway here at Montlake Terrace High School. On the inbounds, they get it to Xavion Jones, who took a rest there in the second half of that first quarter and makes it a bucket and makes it a four-point lead and gives the Montlake Terrace their biggest lead of the ballgame. So each team is led by four points in the game. Now they work at right side. Lyndon Christian moving to our right. Gannon Dykstra, dribble drive in, closed off there, back out to the top of the key to Luke Van Kooten, who's into the ball game. Now right side, Bauma, swatted out of there by Gabe Town. 
And you know, Tom, sometimes it doesn't make sense for this to happen, but I love when you see the top scorer for the Hawks, Jackson Dubiel, top scorer for the Lynx, and Dawson Bauma guarding each other. Yeah. It's not just offensive stars. No, they are defensive workhorses who work so hard for each other, mashing up with each other with his seven seconds on the shot clock here. But I just love watching that competition. Going in going in with a lay-in, missing it, no good, but back up and in by Caden Stute. State tight, excuse me. The miss was earlier. Off of Dykstra. Yeah, Dykstra missed it, and then Stite follows up and puts it in. It's a two-point lead for Malik Terrace, 20 to 18, one minute into the second quarter. Gabe Town, top of the key. Swing around the right side to Logan Twos. Twos starts to dribble at the right wing. Again, Dykstra guarding him. He'll swing it to Town. Takes a couple of dribbles, goes in, a fadeaway jumper up and in from about 13 feet away. And it's back to a four-point lead. He's got some moves, too. Yeah, he's not too, he is, he's smooth inside. So now, or Lyndon Christian goes down. Uh, they're going to, I think they're going to travel. Yeah, they're going to get a travel here on Jeremiah Wright. I was saying between uh, the first and second quarter while we were off here, this is big boy basketball out here. Absolutely. They're, this is not a surprise. If you let me watch the first quarter and then say, what are the records of these two teams? Yeah, they combined have zero losses, and it does not surprise you. It's not because they haven't played good players or, or excuse me, played, played good programs and teams. It's that, that these guys are very talented, like you said, big boy basketball. So here comes Mount Lake Terrace. Moving to our left, they're in the white jerseys, trimmed in black and gray. No red there as they were working around the left. Did I mention that earlier? Down to Xavier Jones. Nice quick move by Jones, but missed the lane. Gets his own rebound. Back up. No, he couldn't do it. Taken away from him by Caden Stite. Out of backcourt, here comes Lyndon Christian. They're down by four. Rifle a pass down low to Bauma. Couldn't really handle it very well. They're going to have a jump ball call. You know, I like that call rather than a foul. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I didn't think there was a foul in there, to be honest, but it definitely looked like Bauma for the Lynx right there was a wide receiver and catch that yep. ball. It was led a little too far in front of him and ended up to that tie-up. Um, but nonetheless, great catch. Lyndon Christian retains possession, 20 on the shot clock, fadeaway jumper that will not go. Right side, Gannon Dykstra grabbed out by Zevion Jones. He tried to hit Dubiel, couldn't do it. It's intercepted back the other way. Down it goes to the right side for Kate, no, Jeremiah Wright with the bucket, and it's a two-point lead for Mount Lake Terrace, 22-20, 5.42 to go in the first half. Well, that was a little uh, full-court passing drill, if you will. Just ball never touched the ground except for the bounce pass for the lay-in. Just impressive job by the Lynx right there. Dubiel tried to go up. The ball was kind of batted back at him. It's going to be controlled by Lyndon Christian going in. Foul is going to be called. Caden Stite went in. He will go to the free throw line. And Gabe Town will pick up the foul. That's his first personal foul. First team foul of the second quarter. Remember the new high school rule? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no more one and one in the game, in the high school, Washington State high school basketball game. Yep. Yep, and you reset the team fouls. You shoot two after five team fouls in the quarter. It's the college women's yep, rule yep. is what it and is. reset them each quarter. Now, the college women's game have 10-minute quarters. High school only has eight-minute quarters, right. so it's a little different getting to that fifth foul in an eight-minute quarter than a 10-minute quarter, but nonetheless, no, so Lynx are going to a 2-3 zone here, Tom. It's a one-point lead for Mount Lake Terrace. They have it. Gabe Town elevates and puts it up and in. Gabe Town from eight feet away, 24-21 the score, three-point lead. Neither team is led by more than four points in this ballgame. We've had three ties and five lead changes dribbling in. Again, Dykstra went airborne. 
They're going to call him. He went airborne, and he went right into. Who took that one? Chance Chalmers, I think, took it. I think so. There was a couple bodies hit the ground. It's going to be on Gannon Dykstra. That's his first personal foul, first team foul of this second quarter. And, you know, Gabe Towns getting a, getting a breather right there. He actually was giving Singh the breather. Gabe Towns a senior, but he's the third post in this team, but he's right. got two shots, two buckets, uh, timely ones in the right spots, catch and shoot at the right moments. I mean, this is a deep team for the for Nayland Suits Hawks. 24-21 the score, three-point lead for Montlake Terrace. They have the basketball moving to our left. Chance Chalmers on the dribble, 11 to shoot. Now goes to Dubiel, down low to Xavion Jones. Splits the defense, puts it up, go, go. Follow-up tap won't go. One more time, that won't go. Kept alive by Singh, but grabbed by Bauma. Then he took a chest full of Savit Singh. Bauma gets it back underneath the other hoop and lays it up and in. Oh, nice little reverse right there. He gets that ball back from Bossman. Or from Stite, excuse me. And all of a sudden, Bauma just has that little reverse flip up there. Goes. And the little runner here by Dubiel on the other end will not go, and it's going to be controlled by Lindy Christian. A chance to take the lead with a long outside shot by Dawson Bauma. It won't go, and they're going hard in the air. Two bodies on the floor. The I think they're called Dawson Bauma for the clear-out yep. foul. As Chance Chalmers, he's just kind of a small guy amongst, amongst all these huge well, big guys. And that's that hard thing where... I think two bodies collided at the same moment, going for the same ball that might have been just a 50-50, no, no foul, but... Bauma's got a few more LBs on him than Chalmers does, and that, that, yeah. that made Chalmers go flying. Definitely so, going to be a foul call. Bauma picks up the foul, his first personal, second team foul. And out of bounds, here comes Mount Lake Terrace with a fresh 30 on the shot clock, leading by one. 3.52 to play in the first half. Links back in man-to-man right now. Savit Singh has it, starts to dribble at the right wing. Give it off, turnaround jumper by Rayshon. Counter buries it. It's a two. It was an 18-footer inside the top arc. And it's back to a three-point lead for Terrace. And that was one of those times where Jeremiah Wright, the, the big 6'5", uh, big 6'5 post for the Lynx got stuck on the 5'11 point guard Connor. Not really the matchup they want, but the Lynx do a lot of switching on those on those screens. Here's Dawson Bauma goes in as the ball swatted back at him by D- Jackson Dubio. Controlled by twos. Up before it goes to Xavion Jones. Nice move by Jones. The lay-in is up and good. The lead is five for Mount Lake Terrace. And a timeout on the floor called by Lyndon Christian. 3.09 to play in the first half. Terrace 28. Lyndon Christian 23. Back with more in 30 seconds. Dr. Timberman here from Blue Dental Wellness, where smiles come to life. Say goodbye to dental blues and hello to Blue Dental. Our personalized dentistry approach is customized to your unique needs. We've got the friendliest staff, the latest tech, and a vibe that'll make you forget you're at the dentist. Don't go another day wishing you had a better smile. Make your appointment today. Visit us at bluedentalwellness.com. That's bludentalwellness.com. Blue Dental Wellness, we're here for your smile. You know, during football, I can never decide with Joel Vincent whether you're a dude or a cat. Yeah, okay. But Xavion Jones, is he, he's one of those. You, you pick. Whatever. I'll say it this way. When he was coming at me and saving that ball, he could be whatever he wants to be, Tom, and I'm going to say I agree with you. He, he is. What he, a move just earlier. Oh, he is so strong and powerful, but he's got great touch on the ball when he's shooting that inside. 
Linda Christian has the basketball now down by five. Dawson Bauma gives it inside. It goes to Jeremiah Wright. Long outside shot that won't go by Gannon Dykstra. And the rebound grabbed down by Caden Stite over in the corner. And then a foul is going to be called. No, there's not going to be a foul. Was it out of bounds? Just out of bounds. Okay. Poked out of Stite's hands there. 2.45 to go in the first half. 28-23. Terrace with the lead on their home floor. Day two. Game eight of the Mount Lake Terrace Holiday Tournament. That is Jeremiah Wright. Closed off at the baseline by Singh. Nice job defensively. Down to 20 to shoot. Now they're battling for the basketball. Steve Willis just about took one in the chops there as they were going out of bounds. Rayshon Connor was coming at him. They're going to say last touch by Lindy Christian. No, no they're going to have a foul. No, foul is going to be called, Steve. It's going to be, <laughs> did he say 2-1 or 1-2? 2-1. Yep, okay, Oak Howell picks up the foul. His first personal foul, third team foul of this second quarter. Two and a half minutes to play. And I think uh, Coach Tim Zilstra is wondering as well. Here's a little runner that won't go on the other end. Back the way, other way we go. Lyndon Christian with it. In the corner, Dykstra shoots. Three, won't go. Off the top of the backboard, Zevion Jones grabs the rebound. Out of backcourt, brings it himself. Gets run into from behind. Doesn't even stop him. He goes all the way to the rack. It won't go. Rebound's going to be grabbed out by Bauma. Now they're fighting for it. He's triple teamed around and finally escapes. And it'll be Caden Stite. Coach Tim Zilstra says, slow down, slow down, slow down. This thing's been at a breakneck pace. Inside two minutes to play. Long outside three that won't go. Missed by Dawson Bauma. And the rebound controlled by Mount Lake Terrace with a five-point lead and the basketball. Yeah, and Bauma got a little excitatory there. He was pinned on the baseline after that big rebound he had. Really got You could tell he was yelling at somebody something. It was a little, little frustrated. Didn't surprise me the quick... Oh, what a move by Dubiel in for the right side. Banks it up and in and opens up now a seven-point lead. Biggest lead of the game for either team. And this is the time right now where you need Dawson Bauma if you're the Linden Christian Lynx, and you got to see if his head's in the right place. He just seems to be a little frustrated after that last possession. Out to the top of the key goes Bauma. Will shoot from 17 and rattle it home. And That'll nice. settle things There's down. There's the answer right there. Yeah, And but that was about a, oh, an inch away from Jackson Dubiel going for a length of the court dunk, but right. just outside of his reach. Dawson Bama with the easy two. Down to one minute to play. 20 on the shot clock. Out it goes to twos. Shoots a three. Won't go. Rebound offside board taken down by Jeremiah Wright. Here comes Lyndon Christian inside a minute to play. And we're going to have a we're going to have a travel before the foul. Which Jeremiah Wright says you know what? That's just fine. I'd rather have the travel and the turnover rather than a personal foul. He's going to come to the bench. No, he's not. He was he was heading this direction. They said, no, 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 no. Take a right turn and stay on the stay on the freeway. You're going to stay out there till the end of the You're half. You're still going. You're still going. Mount Lake Terrace basketball leading by five. Fifty seconds to play in this first half. And I think Xavier Jones was hoping to get a sub right there. He doesn't want to come out, but he looks he's pretty gassed. Yep. He was not feeling well yesterday. He did not start. Ended up with 14 points in last night's win over Skyline. Here's a turnaround fadeaway jumper that won't go because it's going to be swatted back in his face. Back up and in for Rayshon Connor. Missed the first one, got it swatted back in his face, but followed up. Follow your shot. Have you ever heard a Absolutely. Coach, ever coach say that? Yeah, I might have said that once myself after I heard it about a million times. Shot clock is dead. Links with it. 
Down by seven. Backdoor feed inside. That's nicely oh, done. That's a beautiful play right there. Jeremiah Wright come up to the high post. You got cutters with Balma as well as Dykstra coming off. Here's long outside shot for a three that won't go at the horn, and we have reached halftime here at Mount Lake Terrace High School, where the Mount Lake Terrace Hawks lead 32 to 27 over the Linden Christian Lynx. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about the first half. Take a look at the first half numbers as well. Again, our score at the half, the Mount Lake Terrace Hawks 32, the Linden Christian Lynx 27. Halftime here on KRKL. I know it's hard to believe how expensive food has become. Well, I'm going to let you in on a little secret that your neighborhood grocer doesn't want you to know. It's the Buzz In All Day Breakfast. Choose any piping hot cast iron breakfast skillet, the corned beef, tsunami, or Philly cheesesteak. A great deal on a great meal, $14.99. There's 12 locations, so get in the car and head to the Buzz In Steakhouse, where you get a lot for a little. And use that money you saved to do other things. What's the biggest myth about interscholastic performing arts? That you have to be the most talented or experienced to participate. The truth is anyone can be a part of their school's performing arts. There are countless opportunities for students to participate, from theater, choir, and band, to speech and debate. The bottom line, if you want to perform, there's a place for you. This message presented by the NFHS and the WIAA. Are you in the market for a new or used car? Concerned that your credit challenges could be an issue with financing? Here at Chevrolet of Everett, we have credit solutions for you. With over 40 years in the Puget Sound area and part of the Harnish Auto family, we have strong relationships with local lenders and can help you navigate your credit challenges. Visit us at ChevroletOfEverett.com. That's ChevroletOfEverett.com and get started on finding your new car today. Chevrolet of Everett. A better experience. Chuck Van Howling from Legacy West Insurance with Allstate is here to save the day and your hard-earned cash. And whether it's your trusty four wheels or your cozy abode, Chuck's team has the magic touch to make sure you're covered when life throws you a curveball. With Legacy West Insurance and Allstate, you can say goodbye to insurance confusion and hello to peace of mind. You're in good hands with Legacy West and Allstate on 112th Street in Everett and on Facebook. Let's talk websites and podcasts. We invite everybody to listen to our Prep Sports Weekly show every Monday night at 7 o'clock live on Caracol Radio AM 1380 and FM 95.3. You can also listen to the show anytime after it's over as a podcast at Caracol.com. Plus, tonight's game will be available in its entirety on KRKO.com. Again, stay with us for our post-game show today. We'll name the Caracol Radio Sports Marysville Toyota player of the game. We'll talk with him, and he'll be presented with a sweatshirt from Screen Printing Northwest. Thanks for being with us here on this Friday night of high school basketball here at the half. It's the Mount Lake Terrace Hawks 32, Linden Christian Lynx 27. And Joel Boyer, we talked about it during the first half. These guys are playing for keeps. This is big boy basketball. Well, you, I mean... Last year, Terrace, we watched them and saw them in the in the district championship game and took right. home that district title. Uh, they they know how to play. And Dubiel and Xavier Jones and Logan Tews actually had a, a big role on that team as well, more of a supportive role, I think, but absolutely a role. And you look at Singh, and I mean, there's a lot of guys off last year's team that were massive role players and had. It wasn't just that they were kind of support guys. No, Dubiel and Jones, these guys were the guys last year. Right. And they're back again this year. You go over to the other bench. All they've done, all they've done is win back-to-back state titles. Right. 
this is not a surprise. I mean, you think a lot of these top players on both sides, they see each other probably 11 months of the year when they're playing select basketball. They're playing all summer long. They, some of these guys are probably teammates on, on whether it's Rotary Friends of Hoop or AUD hey, want to lead. You know, you see some of those guys that they're on some of these teams. You know, a lot of people don't know about Lyndon and Lyndon Christian, those guys up there, because they kind of they usually form their own team program up there. Some kind of straight out of there. But, oh, my gosh, when you start talking about Lyndon, Lyndon Christian, you combining those talent onto one summer league team or, or, or going on an AU kind of run, there is some serious talent. So they are, none of them are surprised by the physicality, by the speed, by the quickness. There's nothing they haven't seen before. It's not like this, these 1A young pups coming up like, oh, my gosh, we're coming down to the big time. No, no, they are, they are seasoned veterans on both sides. Well, looking at the prep hoops, and they had our the player rankings for the players we're seeing tonight, the number 19th ranked player in the state of Washington is Jackson Dubiel of Montlake Terrace. He plays for AAU D1 Elite. Also on the team with him is Bubba Palakal, who was our player of the game a week ago for Marysville Getchell over Snohomish, and Max Mayo of Stanwood. They're, they're all, those three guys are teammates. Yep, and so when you see when those guys are matching each other, when they're going against each other in games and guarding each other, that's just like a practice on a Thursday night, maybe in the fall or in the summertime when they're when they're playing together on the same team, right? And going head to head in practice, and then playing together and feeding each other. So, a lot of these players know each other, and they know each other's moves, and they know each other, and they're friends, and they're texting each other, or snapping each other, whatever the kids do these days. But they're able to, you know, communicate, and, and it's not just they go head to head, and they want those bragging rights. Right. There's no doubt about. It. I, I love coaching against friends of mine because I like. Eating my friends. It's, it's fun. It's great. It's, it's exciting. But at the end of the day, you're still friends. And so yep. um, you look at a lot of these players that they're not, they absolutely know each other, know each other well. Well, Jeremiah Wright of Linden Christian plays also for Friends of Hoop. Caden Stite, we had talked about before the game, having a good night tonight. An Eastern Washington commit as a uh, tight end. Two-way all uh, Northwest Conference in football. Right, right. And, and the one that you didn't mention there, Jeremiah Wright plays Friends of Hoop for Linden Christian. Right. As does Xavier Jones yep. from Alec Terrace, plays for Friends of Hoop. So these guys are teammates with each other, or at least in the same program. We're not sure if they have a couple teams this year, depending on what they are. But right. you look at those players, just the ability of what they have to go at each other, to know each other, to guard each other all the time. Uh, you know, Jeremiah Wright's not surprised by by the quickness of Xavier Jones. You're like, Xavier Jones, he's a bigger body. You're like, how quick could he really be? He's like, I already know how quick he is. I see him all year long. We play together. So uh, there is so much of that crossover uh, with these, even though they're they're in different conferences, different classifications, different different you know areas of the of the Pacific Northwest here, they all know each other. Yep. Linden Christian and Mount Lake Terrace here tonight. Mount Lake Terrace leading at 32-27 at the half. We'll come back. Buddy Patrick has a look at the first half numbers as we continue live right here on KRKO. Whether you're talking about a building or a sports team, the foundation has to be strong. Smoky Point Concrete and Skagit Ready Mix have been a big part of so many strong foundations across the community, and they're not going anywhere. Concrete, sealants, aggregates, and so much more, supplying the best contractors around. Servicing the community for over four decades, Smoky Point Concrete believes in building teams and communities the old-fashioned way, the same way that has served us all for so many years. Proud to support local sports, Smoky Point Concrete. 
For the past 56 years, Glass by Lund has been serving the greater Puget Sound area with quality work, exceptional service, and fair pricing. It's their honest reputation that has placed Glass by Lund among the top-rated glass companies in the area for quality, based on customer satisfaction. Glass by Lund is also a big supporter of the local community and has been a longtime sponsor of West Coast High School Sports. So next time you're in need for a window repair or replacement, shower doors, mirrors, deck railings, tabletop glass, residential or commercial, why not call a place that has glass in their name? For the past 56 years, Glass by Lund. To schedule a free estimate, go to glassbylund.com. I know it's hard to believe how expensive food has become. Well, I'm going to let you in on a little secret that your neighborhood grocer doesn't want you to know. It's the Buzz In All Day Breakfast. Choose any piping hot cast iron breakfast skillet, the corned beef, tsunami, or Philly cheesesteak. A great deal on a great meal, $14.99. There's 12 locations, so get in the car and head to the Buzz In Steakhouse, where you get a lot for a little, and use that money you saved to do other things. At Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens, community is at the heart of everything we do. It's the spirit of togetherness and DIY magic that brings us all closer together. From lending a hand on your latest project to sharing tips and tricks, our store is more than just a place to shop. It's a hub where friendships are built and stories are shared. Discover top-notch tools, local expertise, and a friendly smile that's always there to help. Let's build, create, and grow together. Visit Lake Stevens Ace Hardware today. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks score at the half Motley Terrace 32 and Linden Christian 27 let's take a look at the first half numbers with Buddy Patrick for Linden Christian in the field as a team 12 for 22 three-point range two for seven and just took two free throws and making one of them in the first half leading scorer uh, all scoring uh, Dawson Bauma 16 points for him 11 of those coming in the, or 12 of those coming in the first quarter, five turnovers for the Lynx. For the Mount Lake Terrace Hawks, 14 for 29 from the field, 0 for 3 from three-point range, 4 for 4 from the free throw line. Four turnovers for them in the first half. Six points for Connor. Jackson Dubio leads the Hawks with 11 points and Davion Jones with six points as well. Today's game brought to you by Kia of Everett, the Lake Stevens Ace Hardware Store, David Busters, Chuck Van Howling, Legacy West Insurance at Allstate, Last by Lund, and by Marysville Toyota. Tom Lafferty along with Joel Boyer, Buddy Patrick, our statistician, Brandon Hamilton at the controls in downtown Everett. We've got Silvertips hockey coming your way tomorrow night as they are back from their Christmas break tomorrow, and they will be in Kent at the Showware Center taking on the uh, Seattle Thunderbirds. 5.30 pregame, 6.05 faceoff. That's tomorrow. Then a big time change on Monday as the Silvertips take on the Edmonton Oil Kings. That's a 105 star, 12.30 pregame show, afternoon game on Monday, New Year's Day. That's because, well, the Huskies are playing that evening, and you want to be home and to watch that. So they moved the Silvertips game for a time change on New Year's Day. Underway we go. Moving to our right, it'll be the Montlake Terrace Hawks. They start the second half with possession, and Logan Toos has it top of the key. Swing a pass right-hand side over to Rayshon Connor. He hooks the pass down to Xavion Jones. Couldn't handle it off his fingertips and out of bounds. That, that was going to be a nice feed, nice catch, <laughs> nice finish. Was, was going to. Was going to be. It was going to be. <laughs> Unfortunately, it wasn't. But Xavier Jones had a look of like, do it again. Give me one more try. Pretty nice crowd here on hand watching this game. The last game of this Spotlight Terrace Holiday Tournament. Now to the baseline. Jeremiah Wright has it. Goes in and one coming up here. Jeremiah Wright. I think 
probably one of the things Tim Zilstra says, let's feed it to the big guys. Absolutely. And I, you kind of felt like there was a little, kind of felt like a little bit of a, a pushing of the issue. And, and Bauma uh, just shot so well. And Dykstra didn't shoot too well, but he's one of the gunners on this team too. But there wasn't as much feed on the inside as I think they wanted to have. And I wonder if there is going to be a, a, a market improvement of go inside first and let those kickouts occur. The free throw was missed. The rebound was grabbed down by Caden Stite. They went back up with a shot, and we're going to have a foul called off of the rebound. That's going to be on Xavion Jones. Picks up his second personal foul, the second team foul of this third quarter. 7-18 to go in the third quarter. The lead is three, and Lyndon Christian has the basketball. Fadeaway jumper up, won't go. Front iron, Gannon Dykstra with a miss, and Logan Tews grabs the rebound. Terrace on their home floor with a three-point lead and the basketball. We're one minute into the third quarter. Tews changes direction, goes right side to Rayshon Connor. Connor on the dribble, 16 to shoot. Now to Sivit Singh, up fakes for a three, around to twos at the left elbow. Looking down low, they're looking for Dubiel, goes off the shoulder of Sivit Singh, and then overplay trying to grab the basketball there was Caden Stite, and he's going to be called for the foul. So he just about ran through, ran through Rayshon Connor. His third personal foul for Caden Stite, playing like a football player. Yeah, he was quick to that ball, but unfortunately... Didn't quite split the double team right there. They got in his way. Inbounds here. Goes to twos. Twos bounce pass over the left-hand side. And they're going to switch this on the post-to-post the -post screen right there. Lyndon Christian started switching that, trying to front that between Jones. And Jones puts the defense there, forces the issue, puts it up and in, and makes it a five-point lead again. And Coach Tim Zilster for the Lynx is choosing to leave Caden Stite in with those three fouls. The only problem is he couldn't really go at Xavion Jones when he came at him right there. We'll see if that's going to make an impact down low. On the other end, Dawson Balbo with a driving layup up and in, back to a three-point lead, 34-31. We're two minutes into this second half of action. Right side, Jackson Dubiel. Dubiel looks to Jones. Jones at the foul line. He was going to try to toss it underneath to Savit Singh. Just a little bit too much on too much mustard on the pass, and it went out of bounds. So a turnover. Lyndon Christianel says, "We'll take it, thanks." Yeah, and seeing it had carved out some space, but was really just kind of too engaged with Caden Wright right there. Jones didn't give enough touch on that pass, and Wright was kind of the winner of that down low battle right there for the Lynx. Lynx ball coming out. Dykstra brings it up as Lyndon Christian moving to our left in the dark navy blue uniforms. Carolina blue trim, white numbers. In is Bauma, laying up no good. Battle for the rebound, wins it himself, gets it back. Stops, pops, puts it up no good. This time, Xavier Jones says, I'll take it, boys. And out of backcourt, here comes Montlake Terrace to Rayshon Connor. Back to Logan Tews, the point guard. Starts to dribble, swings it over right-hand side to Connor. Connor dribbles in with the left hand. Back out to Dubiel. Dubiel has it top of the key. Stops, he a little step through a move, Euro step that won't go. Xavier Jones kept it alive, but was grabbed out of the midair by Gannon Dykstra. Up the floor it goes. Pull up jumper on the way. Bang! Down oh. it goes for a three Gosh. for Dawson Bauma. Dawson Bauma can shoot, Tom. He can flat out shoot the rock. He's got 21 in the game. It's 34 all the score. So what was a seven-point lead is evaporated for Montlake Terrace. Now the Hawks with it. Dribbling in is Dubiel. Now to Connor. He shoots it. It's a three. Rayshon Connor answers on the other end emphatically and makes it 37-34. And I think that's the first time 
that Rayshon Connors had a look from the outside at all. Trey Bossman is kind of the fifth starter in my eyes watching this, this Linden Christian team, but he is going stride for stride, step for step. Bauma has the ball literally kicked out of his hands by Rayshon Connor. So 10 on the shot clock. Ball went out of bounds. It'll be Linden Christian basketball right in front of Joel. Right here. You can you can inbound it I'm yourself gonna, if you want no, to. No, no, no. I'm going to let this one go. Trey, Trey Bossman will throw it in from just to our left. We're courtside here on the official table at Motley Terrace High School. Caden Stite has it. Dribbles in. Won't go. Foul's going to be called. I think they're going to get Gabe Town with the foul here. See if he says 3-3. 33, they do. Gabe Town picks up the foul bets. His second personal foul, third team foul of this third quarter. 4-17 to play in the third quarter. 37-34 the score with Terrace with the lead. First free throw, no good for Jeremiah Wright, and he will get another. And right there, the coaches for Linden Christian chose to leave Caden Steiden for that last three, one, two and a half minutes or so right. with those three fouls. But I kind of hear him talking, just we want to keep the rotation going, and they're able to do that. Now it's the normal rotation for him to come out. You're going to see them able to continue their post-rotation that they'd like to have. Even though he's got the three fouls, they're going to be just fine. And he missed both free throws. Uh, that's not what they're looking for. Ray Sean Connor has it for Mount Lake Terrace. They still lead by three. Coming up for four minutes to play in the third quarter. Gabe Town as they swing the perimeter. Right side to Connor, back to Dubiel, top of the key. Dubio swings it around as they work the perimeter here, down to 10 to shoot. Xavion Jones has it. Now Rayshon over to Gabe Town, down to five. Now to twos, goes in, lays up, no good. Tap up, no good. One more tap up, that won't go. Stite had it, taken away from in by Town. Back up, it won't go. Back up, they kept it alive. Here comes Dykstra, and a travel on Dykstra. Uh, travel on Dykstra coming out of there. There were what five shots in there? Yeah, I, I thought I thought Dykstra's face got taken off right there. Yeah, and so that made yeah Tim Zilstra is saying he, he thought he got fouled three times. Yeah, there was a I thought Caden or I thought Caden Wright or Jeremiah Wright had that had that that rebound and I think Gabe Towns came from over his back and just ripped it over his and I'll tell you if Jeremiah Wright has two hands on the ball I don't think you can get away from him unless you foul him. Here's Rayshon Connor, goes in, ball's going to be swatted right back at him as Trey Bosman. Out of backcourt, here comes Dykstra, goes in with the left hand, no good, foul called. It was going to be an unmolested lay-in, so probably a good foul to take there. They're yeah. going to call that one on Dubiel. That was a real nice kind of start and stop right there by Dykstra. Just kind of a real quick kind of maybe hesitate, like I'm going to pull it out since I don't have numbers, and they went right by him and blew to the rim. Free throw, first is good. That's Dubiel's first personal foul. Fourth team foul, so one more, and it's in the bonus rest of the quarter here for Mount Lake Terrace. Nope, for Linden Christian. For Linden Christian against Mount Lake Terrace. There you go. Both free throws are good for Gannon Dykstra. 37-36, Terrace by one on their home floor. Chalmers will check in next to dead ball. Rayshon Connor to the baseline, closed off there, back out it goes. Dubiel out by the center line. He'll start the dribble, change direction, goes in, swings it over to Town. Town closed off at the baseline, give it to Twos, and he has the ball stripped away by Dawson Balma. He tries to bring it out of backcourt and then nearly stolen by Dubiel. It, it was taken away, but Dubiel just couldn't keep himself from that sideline right there, but real good hands right there. First by Balma, and then by Dubiel to get it back. He went into the crowd there, comes back out. 
nice group of folks here on this Saturday night as we head towards Happy New Year time. Well, and they're being treated to a great matchup tonight. They are. Two great programs, great teams. And Lyndon Christian down in this ball game, but goes down to a Jeremiah Wright, and he gets fouled. As Xavier Jones is asking, oh, that's going to say held ball. The yeah. possession arrow stays on the Lyndon Christian end. I think it was Gabe Town that got him tied up down there. Again, Jeremiah Wright, I, I thought he was getting up with the ball. I just Something happened. Long inbounds, it goes way at top of the key. Dawson Bauma, pull-up jumper. It's going to be goaltend. Yeah. The goaltending there on Town. I don't think it was going in. I, well, Town, I think Town's hand was inside the cylinder well, when yeah. he knocked it out. So it was hard to tell if it was You got that. Not. So I'm like, eh, I don't know if it's going to have a shot to even see. But I'll tell you, Dawson Bauma, the way he's been shooting tonight, I think it was going in. <laughs> so that is our fifth lead change, and it's back to a Linden Christian lead. Now Zavion Jones has it at the right wing. Gives it off to Chalmers as they swing it over to the left side. That is Dubiel goes in as the ball tipped away from him and grabbed here by Jeremiah Wright. Here come the links out of backcourt. Up the floor, Bauma gets run into by Town. Tim Zilstra may have a point on that one. <laughs> you know, it's like I feel that a lot of times in games, it's hard to keep both sides happy. You can't. Right. But when it feels like two, three, four, five in a row, you're like, ah, I couldn't really tell. It might have been a 50-50. But when they all seem to be going against the same one, you're like, ah, it's a tough one. So inbounds here for the Linda Christian Lynx down low to right. He has it back to the basket. A whistle call sounds that we're going to have a uh, foul here. I think we're going to get Gabe Town here. Yep, Gabe Town picks up the foul. That's his third personal foul, fifth team foul. So two, the rest of the way here in this quarter, of which there's 2-10 to play. And Jeremiah Wright goes to the free throw line and hits the first one and opens up the Linden Christian lead to two points at 39-37. Linden Christian led by four early on. Motley Terrace is led by as much as seven in that second quarter. Got an even ball game. Next free throw, good. So he hits them both, and it's a 2 or three-point lead, 40-37. Lyndon Christian still man-to-man. I really had some cons- some worries if they were going to be able to keep up with the quickness of of Malik Terrace just in man-to-man, and they're doing just fine. The one change you see, Tom, they're, they're going, they're switching post-to-post screens, allowing them to be fronting the posts, whether it's Gabe Town or, or, or Savit Singh or Xavion Jones. But besides that, it's really the same man-to-man they've been running all game. Inbounds here to Jones as the ball had been knocked out of bounds by Lyndon Christian. Looking to try to force a pass underneath to Xavion Jones. Got kicked right back to him. That's twos at the right side. Eight to shoot. Twos on the dribble. Give it off to Town. Down to five. Down to four. Looking for Xavion Jones. Couldn't handle basketball. Rebound's going to be controlled. Actually, just the loose ball controlled and brought up by Lyndon Christian. Runner here by Dawson Bauma. That won't go. Battle for the rebound. I think everybody on the floor touched it. Finally going to be grabbed here by Chance Chalmers out of backcourt. Minute 25 to go in the third quarter. Three-point lead for Lyndon Christian. And I think Coach Zilster might have wanted to get a, a set right there called, but Bauma had a step there. You kind of have to wonder if you're, you're senior, you got to trust him with the ball. Here's Chalmers into the lane, kicks it over to Logan Tews. Can't handle it, out of bounds. Five straight possessions, five straight turnovers by Montlake Terrace. 
Seven turnovers here in this quarter against the Hawks, of which there's a minute ten to play in the third. Very uncharacteristic for a Nalen Sioux team. Just very seasoned. They don't turn the ball over that often, especially not that many in a row. But the lead for Linda Christian is only three, but it could be more here. But no, it's a miss, an outside three that won't go by Bauma. Wright is on the floor. We have a foul called, or did we have a travel? Yeah. It's going to be Linden Christian basketball on the travel coming out of backcourt. So Linden Christian will throw it in at the baseline to our left. They reset the shot clock as it's turnover on the possession. So inbounds here to right off of Chalmers and out of bounds. And Trey Bossman is the trigger man. He throws the ball in for the links. And he had a nice job right there. Stepping in, that ball started going out of bounds, but he was still out of bounds. He just stepped in, watched it go out. Let it go. Don't touch it. This time it's kicked by Chalmers. And Bossman will throw it in again at the baseline. Looking, looking, looking. Now he just kind of lops one over our way, but it's going to be picked off there by Gannon Dykstra. Starts a dribble, swinging around. It's going to be grabbed by Town. Town going in. One on two, goes in. Missed the slam dunk. Follow up by Twos. Two's kind of new. I'm going to follow up because if he misses slam, I get to lay it. Yeah, and it looked like Two's had a little clear out right there on Gannon Dykstra, too, to make sure he was the only one getting that ball. And so a missed but dunk. follow right there by Two's. Yep, here's a follow-up on the other end. It's going to be a miss by Dykstra. Grabbed by Rayshon Connor. Down to Xavier Jones for the lay it up and good. And it makes it a one-point lead for Mount Lake Terrace. Our sixth lead change of the ball game. Ten seconds to play in the quarter. Dawson Bauman top of the key. Fadeaway jumper from 18-2. It's in for two with one second to go. They'll just heave it the length of the floor. And we will head to the fourth quarter with the Linden Christian Lynx leading the Motley Harris Hawks 42-41. Fourth quarter coming up right here on KRKO. Abby Van Damme Carpet and more in Marysville would like to remind you that time's running out on this year's opportunity to earn a new federal tax credit of up to $1,200 on energy-efficient Duet Honeycomb Shades from Hunter Douglas. Duet Shades are designed specifically to provide year-round insulation at the window. Their unique cellular construction traps air in distinct pockets, helping you save energy when temps dip, as well as when they heat up, so you can live comfortably and reduce your monthly utility bills. Plus, Duet Shades are available in over 150 fabric and color choices so you can save energy without compromising on style. This is your last chance to earn a 2023 federal tax credit on energy-efficient Hunter Douglas Shades. So don't miss out. Limitations and restrictions apply. Contact Abby Van Dam Carpet and more for details. This is your last chance to earn a 2023 federal tax credit on energy-efficient Hunter Douglas Shades. So make your purchase before the end of the year in order to save. Limitations and restrictions apply. Available at Abby Van Dam Carpet and more in Marysville. Well, Joel Boyer, the big question on this Friday night heading into New Year's weekend, did you enjoy the sushi that you and Buddy Patrick had on the way to the uh, gym here at Mount Lake Terrace tonight? We had to go to Plan C because Plan A is closed for the week. Plan B was closed as well. We hit Plan C, and Tom, it was epic. It was great sushi. Happy hour sushi? Happy hour sushi. Never done it It, it wasn't gas station. No, 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 it wasn't. It was fantastic. Here we go. Absolutely. Underway fourth quarter. Two or one point lead for Lyndon Christian. Motley Terrace has the basketball. Chance Chalmers gets fouled on the right side. He's just kind of a slight guy. He yeah. gets fouled there by Trey Bossman. And, and Bossman will be called for the foul. 
That's his second personal foul, first team foul of this fourth quarter. And, and I mean this statement as an incredible compliment to Trey Bossman. When I saw him warming up, I did not think he'd be the guy usually guarding the point guard yeah. for their team, just size-wise, kind of stature-wise. But he is a strong, and he's quick. It's impressive how he's able to stick with a lot of these point guards. Inbounds pass goes to Rayshon Connor, and he buries a three. He absolutely buries a three. And then, just as you're talking about him, Trey oh, Bossman comes up a little lame, and he will go to the to the bench. That one. Don't blame me. <laughs> he rolled his ankle pretty decent right there. Yeah, so he's going to the bench. The lead is two now for Mount Lake Terrace. This is going to be a seesaw battle all the way down here. We have had eight lead changes in this ball game. Inbounds now for Lyndon Christian with 27 on the shot clock. As he gets, Bossman will have to go to the bench. Luke Van Kooten checks in for him, and here's a steal. Steal that tripped up, but no call. He gets back up. Dubiel has it, feeds it to town, pulls off of the baseline, fade away, up, and they're going to call it for a travel. Out. In hockey, that's called a penalty shot when you're being tripped, or in football, it's tripping, right? Absolutely, and you know what? Jackson Dubiel is not happy about it. He is... He is he's still talking, and yet Nalen Sue went out there and looked at him and said, next play. Yeah. Gosh, love that heady coaching. Long time Nalen Sue head coach. Here's a fadeaway jumper on the way. Good. Oh. That is Dawson. Palma nails the two, and we are tied for the sixth time, and he's got 27 points in the ballgame. We're at 44 all, a minute into the fourth quarter. Xavier Jones, top of the key. Starts to dribble. Dribbles with the baseline. Closed off there. Puts up with the other hand and puts it in. Oh, boy. He was cut off on the right side, so he just put up with the left hand, and it was under control, and every part of it was beautiful. It's a two-point lead for Mount Lake Terrace. Now Linden Christian basketball. I'm not sure where Balma was going with a – he was looking for a right. Yeah, he doesn't know where he's going with that either. He's disappointed in his decision right there, but – they were looking for like an alley-oop maybe or no, something? No, he just saw that there was no weak side help right there, and Wright was on the far block and had everything locked off on that back side. That's just such a tough pass from 35 feet away to throw that up in the air. Here's twos with it. Goes to Dubiel, now to Town. Gabe Town looking down low. Give it to Dubiel again, top of the key. Up fakes for three, gets the defender off his feet. He goes to the floor, Dubiel does, and he's going to throw it in. It wasn't on the way to the hoop. No, he gets on the floor. He took Balma right off his feet yeah. defensively. Well, Balma was kind of sagging off just a little bit, and I was even thinking, uh-oh, Dubiel's going to put this up. Uh, but they got Gannon Dykstra, which is okay to get him for a foul. It's only his second. There's a couple guys with a few fouls right now for the Lynx. They've got two team fouls, none for Motlick Terrace here. 6-18 to play in the game. Here's Xavion Jones goes in off the window too hard. Dubiel follow, twice follow, town follow, town follow again, though. All those follows were misses, by the way. Yes, yes. <laughs> I would have thrown in a good had one of them go. There were five shots there. Cape Town will have to go to the free throw line and earn them the old-fashioned way at the free throw line. Yeah, they're going to get Jeremiah Wright for his second personal foul there. Third team. First free throw good for Gabe Town. 6-11 to play in the game. 47-44. The lead is three for Mount Lake Terrace on their home floor. Both these teams undefeated coming into play tonight. Next one by Town is good. Logan Tews is trying to high-five, low-five him, and he kind of turned yeah. him away. They, they finally did. They finally connected. The lead is four. Overplay by Dubiel. 
Try to go against Balba. Then Balba was backing out, kind of knocked him down. <laughs> so, there? No, uh, they're fine. There's some gamemanship going on in this game tonight. Oh, absolutely. The lead is oh, four. Absolutely. The foul on Dubiel, his second first team foul of this fourth quarter. Dykstra will throw it in. Give it to Jeremiah Wright. Now back to Gannon Dykstra. Starts the dribble across the logo. Swing it left side, Bauma. Bauma looking down low. Back out to right again as they work the perimeter. Right side back to Dykstra. Now it's Caden Stite with it. Now here's Dykstra backing in. The triple team, quadruple team. Ball's loose on the floor. We've got a rugby scrum. Who's got it? Timeout. At a Timeout. Coach Zilstra said it at the right moment. Have, have I mentioned that I don't like when the coaches call timeout? Because right in that situation, whose ball was it? I would say Bauman had the ball. Or Bauman had the ball, but I think he was rolling around two or three times. It might have been a travel. I think they're about ready to yell that, but there was a timeout call. I, and I heard it out of the corner of the mirror. I'm like, timeout. I'm like, oh, boy. We're yeah. We're going to keep it right here. Remind you again, we're back with you on Wednesday night. Coach Darrell Olson will join me as we head out to Lake Stevens High School for the Lake Stevens Vikings and the Kamiak Knights. Wesco Foray finally getting underway. Takes a, takes, takes a month and a half before the Wesco Foray gets. Three A's been going since like December 2nd or 1st or something like that. Foray gets the kind of what used to be where you start after Christmas, but now you got got league games starting like game one, game two, game three of the season. Yep. That'll all change next year when a yep. bunch of teams switch to 4A. Here's a long outside Dykstra three that won't go. Jeremiah Wright grabs the rebound, but it's knocked away from him by Sean Connor. Grabbed by Town. Up the floor goes to Dubiel. Brings it up, leaves it for twos. 5.27 to go in the fourth quarter. The lead is 48-44. Four points. Rayshon Connor, right wing, 17 to shoot. Now to Xavion down low, puts it in power move. Xavion Jones, he's got 14 points in the ball game. The lead is six points for Montlake Terrace. They've led by as much as seven. Dykstra has it at the right wing. Triple team there, goes through. Town knocks it away. Grabbed by twos. Double team there, leaves it for Dubiel. Goes through. Reverse land won't go. Rebound going to be grabbed down there. But man, oh man, we're going to have a foul call. Oh, Caden wow. Stein running the court right there to secure that that, that kind of a little bit errant Jackson Nubial shot. It's Connor picks up the foul. That's his first personal foul, third team foul. Out of bounds here for Molitors. Just in that spot right there, and I've said it for years about Nayland Suits teams. It looks like there's six guys playing defense. Absolutely, the way they go after the ball. Absolutely, Dykstra. Pull-up jumper on the way. Offline, no good. Rebound grabbed down. Back up, no. Foul called. Caden Stite had it. Got fouled, and he'll go to the free throw line. I think they're going to call it on the floor, actually. Oh, not going to the free throw. Oh, yeah, yeah, out of bounds. So it will be out of bounds. His town, Gabe Town, picks up his fourth personal foul. And they're getting, they're actually getting Xavion Jones a quick Quick breather here. Yeah, he was not feeling well last night. Did not start. Had 14 points. Give yeah. him, give him a breather here for what, and, maybe two minutes. And you figure, you figure in the fourth quarter, but Town's got four fouls. Town goes through and rips the ball away, and a foul is going to be called. No, they're calling it oh. jump ball. Oh, jump ball, possession arrow. Stay on this end. It's Lynx basketball. 
So Tao now goes to the bench with his four personals. Now he goes to the bench. So Xavier, not two minutes, no, 14 seconds maybe. (laughs) Not even of game time. Xavion comes back in. Now Gannon Dykstra has it at the left wing. On the dribble, 20 to shoot. Down by six, whistle away from the basketball. I think Singh's getting a little aggressive trying to hold off Jeremiah Wright. Yeah. And I'll tell you, Tom, Jeremiah Wright, he he would be a prized post for any 4A school. Yeah. He's at a 1A school. That's, That's almost not even fair. Right. Oh, my goodness. Inbounds here again, the defending, two-time defending state 1A champion. Lyndon Christian down by six. Both teams undefeated coming in. Balma has it. Now to Dykstra. Stops, looked at a 12-footer, wouldn't go. Didn't put it up. It goes to Dykstra. 18 to shoot. Dykstra on the dribble, goes in. Guarded by twos. Back out for a long outside three that will not go. Caden Stite with a miss. And the rebound offside board taken down by Rayshon Connor. Here come the Hawks leading by six halfway through the fourth quarter. Logan Tews brings it out of backcourt. Swing it over right side to Dubiel. Now down to Savit Singh. Two bodies on the floor. The blocking foul is going to be called. Stite gets up. And they're telling him to... He didn't like the call. He got up yapping. He was talking. That's his fourth personal foul on Caden Stike. And I think the the one official just said, you just need to be quiet. I think they warned him. Yeah. Which He's, is which is interesting. Normally when you get that warning, that's that's they don't usually give the warning. Inbounds to Singh. They're blocked away partially there by Wright. And it'll be grabbed by Wright. It'll be Linda Christian basketball. Down by six. Inside four minutes to play. Both teams even up, so bonus the rest of the way. Four team fouls each. Outside, three on the way. Rattles deep in the hole. Won't go by Dykstra. Back up by right. Won't go. Dubiel grabs the rebound. Bringing it out of backcourt. Feeds it right side to Twos. Twos stops it. Brings it back out. Interceptor. We go back the other way. It's Luke Van Kooten goes in. Out of control. In the air. He goes to the floor. Foul called. Gives him an opportunity to score with the clock stop, which is what you want. Down, down by six to 327 left. Zavion Jones picks up the foul, his third personal foul. That's the 15th foul. Bonus the rest of the way. And here you, for Lyndon Christian. You feel, the, you feel like about, sorry, sorry, Tom. Go. I, I said you feel like you're one bucket away for the Hawks from this being a little too far out. And yeah. yet, right there, they get that steal, kind of an errant pass. Van Kooten goes the length of the court, hits the first free throw right there. This might turn into a four-point game, and all of a sudden, you feel that life coming right back for the Lyndon Christian Lynx. Next one is good. It's them both. The lead is 4, 50, 46, 327 to play. And here comes Mount Lake Terrace with the lead and the basketball on their home floor. Logan Twos, right side, looks to Connor. Connor looks underneath, starts the dribble, goes to the top of the key. Savit Singh. Singh, go, ball hybrid's head, gives it off to Twos. Now back to Xavion Jones. Jones looked at Singh down low, starts the dribble, goes, loses the defender, lays it up and in. How does that happen? Wow. He moves that big body. He's he's a Winnebago. He's a big one. Oh boy, he sure is. He he's not just a big strong guy. He he's a he is a big body in there, but he is so light on his feet. Incredible spin move back to his back to his left shoulder, finishing his right hand. He finishes better going left, but right there, I mean I, th- I thought Jeremiah Wright was actually playing him correctly. Keep him from getting to that left right. hand, and he spun back, scored a little scoop shot with that right hand. 
What an impressive move right there by Xavion Jones. Nalen Sood had called the timeout of 32nd after that bucket, 52-46. Yep. What's that? Set up the defense, right? Absolutely. And that was kind of that feeling you, you need to get a little bit of a, a breather. You weren't able to get, because of those fouls on, on town, you weren't really able to get Xavion Jones the breather you wanted to get him. So you're thinking use a timeout right there. Uh, Suits still got another four four timeouts. I mean, use a 30-second right there, just get a little blow, be able to talk them through, calm down, make sure they have their heads, understand what our defensive assignments are, calm the the players. 52-46, here comes Lyndon Christian, down by six. Somebody's going to suffer their first loss of the year. Here's an outside three that won't go for Dykstra. Kept alive by Bauma, but grabbed by Singh out of backcourt. Here comes Twos. Now to Connor. Connor almost lost the handle on it. He swings it to Dubiel. Elevates for a three. Offside board won't go. Rebound grabbed down by Wright. Here come the Linden Christian Lynx. Down by six. 2.34 to play. Now to Wright. Overplay of the defense. And crap. Singh knocked that ball away. And it was grabbed there by Twos. Great defensive play by Savit Singh. Give it off to Tews, who brings it out of backcourt. Bounces it to Connor. 2.18 to play. The lead is six. Terrace has it. Will they come out and foul? Xavion Jones. Dubiel, right wing. Ten to shoot. Don't foul now. Down low goes to Xavion Jones. He'll back in, back in, back out for Singh. Shoots a three. Won't go. Dubiel had the rebound, but he got fouled there by Dawson Bauma. And look at Xavion Jones on the kick out to Singh. Might have gotten away with a few steps right there. Yeah. But Singh was able to get that shot up, which is not the guy you want necessarily taking that. But he understood with that shot clock going down, I'll get it up there, and Dubiel doing a great job crashing that offensive glass. So Bauma picks up the foul his second. Both teams are in the bonus. Two shots here for Jackson Dubiel. First free throw is good. Settles at home and equals their biggest lead of the ball game up by seven. And for Jackson Dubiel, he's got 12 points in the ballgame. Next one, no good. Missed the front of the iron. Two minutes to play. Here we go. Seven-point lead. You need a three here or you take a two? Take what you can get. Just score the bucket. Down low it goes. Inside, Stite up and in. There you go. And a timeout called here by Lyndon Christian. We'll step out a minute 47 to go into the basketball game. 53-48, Terrace with the lead. Back with more after this timeout. Justice is easy if you know what to do. Call 800-LAW-0842. The Law Offices of Russell and Hill are proud sponsors of the KRKO Prep Sports Student Athlete of the Month. These student athletes have demonstrated excellence on the field of play and in the classroom. Russell and Hill believes in being part of your community and salutes those who give the extra effort. Russell and Hill will fight for you. Call 800-0842. KRKO Everett. Take the KRKO Challenge. Listen for an hour and see if you can stop yourself from singing along. KRKO. As we usually do here in the waning moments in a very close ball game, we're talking about who our Marysville Toyota player of the game is. or What do you think, Xavion Jones? I think Xavion Jones has really been the kind of the, the straw that stirred the drink tonight specifically in here. And just him not being necessarily 100%, but he has just done so well um, with the minutes he's had. I've uh, been really impressed with what he's been able to do. You know, it's, it's hard to count this out. It's a five-point game. You, you expect the Hawks to be able to finish this, but you really want to see what that timeout by Coach Tim Zilster just might have drawn up the defensive schematic 
for the Lynx to see if they can't get a, a stop and a bucket and make this a one-possession game. Looks like a 1-2-2 one, one, two, two trap maybe here, trying to get them rise across half court. It's going to be singing the front court now, Rayshon Connor. Now to go to Xavion Jones at the top of the key. 18 to shoot. Minute 33 to go in the game. Dubiel to the baseline. Feeds it down underneath. Savit Singh, reverse land, no good. Gets his own rebound. Kicks it back out to Jackson Dubiel. He goes in. He gets, I thought, fouled, but didn't get fouled. And the ball blocked away and grabbed by Jeremiah Wright. Outlet pass. The lead is five with a minute 16 to go in the game. Here comes Lyndon Christian. Christian. Pull-up jumper by Bauma. Boy, he's had a bad shooting night tonight. Xavion Jones grabs a rebound off the miss. Up the floor to twos. Now to Dubio. And one for Jackson Dubio. Wow. Bauma is just nothing has fallen here in Mount Lake Terrace for him tonight. Uh, Dykstra, you mean. Dykstra, excuse me. Bauma's had almost everything fall. <laughs> right, 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 right. No, Dykstra. But it was Bauma that had that, which it is kind of that feeling. It's kind of that night for him that... The bucket's real big, and he just missed that that six-foot contested, absolutely very contested chippy. Yep. Um, but that is just the kind of the terrace way of the quick pass pass. Jackson Dubiel streaking ahead in the court. Missed the free throw. He got the bucket, so it was an and one play, so he did put two on the board for him, the seven-point lead for the Hawks. Inside a minute to play now. Dykstra out on top. Long th- outside three that won't go. It's a miss there by Van Kooten. Battle for the rebound. Ball goes out of bounds. Last touch by Lyndon Christian. It'll be Mount Lake Terrace basketball. It looks like they're going to, oh, Nail and Sue's going to call a timeout. Make sure yeah. we know what we're doing. Yep. You, you know what? You save those timeouts for late, late games, yes. right? Just wants that 30 because he wants to be able to have the fulls if this gets a little scattered. About three drops right there for the links or a steal and a bucket and one. He's saving those fulls until he really needs them at the end. If he doesn't need them, he doesn't use them. But smart, heady play right there by Nayland Sue. Just using that 30-second timeout right now to make sure we understand the play call. Let's reset. 50.1 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. Motlake Terrace leads at 55-48. Both teams in the bonus. And the possession arrow will favor Lyndon Christian if we come to that here. But a seven-point lead. Oh, no, check it. Buddy Patrick has been asleep asleep at the, uh, the beautifully manicured, beautifully, uh, the beautiful uh, possession arrow. Can you say beautiful, honey, more time? You're the one that made the arrow. I Jeez, did. I'm, I cut gosh. it out of, of construction paper. Well, we not, Buddy and I wanted to tell you how, we, how beautiful we thought your, uh, your new arrow was you created for us. So, Sorry to make you have to comment on it yourself. Inbounds here. Mount Lake Terrace will throw it in. Leading by seven. Looking on the inbounds, it goes to twos. No foul yet. They're in backcourt. Now Twos brings out a backcourt. A reach-in foul is going to be called here on Gannon Dykstra. About the time you have to start fouling, right? Yeah, and that was that hard thing right there. Dykstra was looking like he was hoping to have a team be able to come to get a trap on it. But Baum is the one that would normally do that, I'm sure. But he's guarding Dubiel. You don't want to leave Jackson Dubiel at any point. Uh, yeah, just a tough situation. Free throw, no good for Logan Twos. He'll get another. Checking in now will be Luke Van Kooten. Little and defense offense substitution right there. Oak Howell will sit 44.9 seconds ago. First free throw was missed by Logan Twos. If he hits this one, it will be the biggest lead of the game for either team. Next one is no good. Missed them both. The lead is seven. 43 seconds to go. Here comes Lyndon Christian, still with a sliver of a hope. Dawson Bauma has it. Still working some time. Dykstra has it. Dribble in. 
gets double teams got a squeeze between yep. Xavier Jones and Logan Twos. If Xavier Jones, I don't know how that was a foul. What Xavier doesn't understand is any contact by Xavier really impacts the other person a lot. He maybe didn't even feel it himself, but oh boy. Gavin Dykstra goes to the free throw line. The foul was called, though, on Logan Twos. His first, first free throw is good by Dykstra. Now checking in for Lyndon Krishna will be Caden Veldman and Oak Howell back in. As you said, situational substituting. Yep, defense for offense right there. They're talking about the press they're going to be in and who's where. Lead when is, to foul. Lead is six, 35 seconds to go. Next free throw will not go. Miss. Who's got it? Xavier Jones. Hooks a pass up the floor to twos. Gets hit from behind. Jackson Dubiel goes in. Reverse lay-in. Won't go. Who's got it? It's going to be grabbed by Wright. 25 seconds to go. Up the floor they come. Here comes Dawson Bama. NBA three that comes up short. Back to Dykstra. He puts it up and in. It's now a four-point lead. Gosh, and you know, far be it for me to criticize... Anything Jackson Dubiel does. Uh, you're going to say, well, bring it back oh out and don't gosh, go in for that, that lay-in. Well, and it, you know, if that lay-in goes down, it goes down. But frankly speaking, Tom, you should have about another six to seven to eight, se well, at least six seconds off that clock. If he dribbles that out and you foul, I would say Dubiel's probably their best free throw shooter. Right. He gets two free throws to shoot that to get the same two points, but you take six, seven seconds off the clock. When that ball went over, Dawson Bauman didn't know that ball was in the air, and it, it probably clipped some of his hair right there, and you're like, oh, my goodness. Oh, Dubiel's going to just dribble it out right there, make Bauman go. He went right to the rim. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> I'm sure Nalen Sood is probably thinking a few more things besides uh-oh, but understand if it goes down, yes, you're still up. Now you're back up to six then. Right. It didn't, and now it's Lyndon Christian Ball. So, yep. oh, not the thing you want to see out of your senior uh, point-slash-off-ball guard. 16 and a half seconds to go. 55-51. Terrace with the lead. Undefeated. Lyndon Christian with... Gannon Dykstra came up to the scores to our right. So how many fouls do I have? Dykstra, you've got four. You're still fine right now, but... So the lead oh, is four. And I was wrong. It's Lyndon Christian... Or excuse me, it's it's Malik Terrace ball. Malik, they, scored, they scored the bucket. My, my apologies there. Okay. Malik Terrace will throw it in. Looking for the inbounds goes with Dubiel. He's got it. It's going to get fouled in backcourt. They're going to call it here on Caden Stite. Will be called for the foul. And will go to the other end. And that's going to be Stite's fifth, I think. Yeah, Caden Stite just fouled out of the ballgame. And Luke Van Kooten will come in, as will Caden Veldman. Stite will sit with his fifth personal foul. And also coming out is O'Cowell. Two shots coming up here for Jackson Dubiel. He can just about, just about ice it here with one. Mm -hmm. First one is no good. Well, it's a two-possession regardless right now. It's a right. four-point lead. Right. All he can do is make it a two-possession still, but uh, missing that first one. You like to put them both down. Next one by Dubiel will go. It's 56-51. They'll roll the ball in, bringing it up is Dykstra. Comes across the timeline, down to 11 seconds. Long, outside, NBA three for Dykstra, won't go. Battle for the rebound, who's got it? Wright had it stripped away. Ball went out of bounds. Last touch by Xavion Jones. He's arguing the other way, but it's still going to be Lyndon Christian basketball, though. Couldn't get that initial three to fall. It's a lead is five with 5.3 to go. 
and we're going to have a timeout called by Lyndon Christian. We'll step aside here. 5.3 to go. Lead is five for Terrace. Final five seconds after this timeout. Ryan Berg here at the Shop of Arlington Tire Pros, A1 Auto Service, and Simmons Garage. This is my favorite time of year. I love the look on people's faces when receiving gifts or grace from others. At my shops, I want to help make this happen with a buy one, give one sale. Now to the end of the year, buy oil changes for a year for just a hundred bucks and then gift oil changes for a year to someone else at no charge. For a shop near you, look us up online at theshopofarlington.com and have a safe and Merry Christmas everyone 5.3 seconds to go 56 51 the lead for mount lake terrace and there you get down to this point in the ball game always the coaches come how many times timeouts do i have you have the same amount you had four seconds ago when you asked me that time well it was a different assistant that asked this time you know you all got to check for yourself i get it they have linda christian has one timeout remaining mount lake terrace has two and, and you could say it's it's a five-point difference right now. Yes, Lynn and Christian Ball, they hit a three here. They're still up. The clock's going to continue to run after the ball goes right. through the basket. It's not going to probably make a difference in this. And yet, you're still going to coach the situation. Long outside shot. Bang! Down it goes for three. Dawson Bauma buries it just exactly what you said. And there's the one timeout that you have to call because the right. high school basketball, the clock continues to run after the ball goes through the hoop. It does not stop. Yep, so now now Motley Terrace is going to have to inbound it. Yep, yep. I mean, and this is one of those things where if you don't get the steal as, right. the, as Lyndon Christian and that foul happens, there's time on the clock still. You have to go the length of the court. It, you know, no timeouts left for them. They can't throw something to half court, call another timeout, be able to set a play type thing. So this is all going to have to happen on the fly. you got to think it's got to be a steal, Tom, to be able to then get a shot up. But they're only down two. So the situation of it is if Linda Christian can get a stop, sorry, not a stop, but a steal, they don't need the three. They can just tie it with the two. Right. But you got to look for here. you got to see Xavier Jones coming strong to the ball, most likely, where if he gets two hands on it, that ball's not going to get ripped away. It's going to have to be a foul to do it. Jackson, Dubio, Logan, twos, flashing to the ball or flashing far away. Dalen Sue just telling his players, we have a timeout if you need it. Singh will be the trigger man at the baseline. He's ready to throw it in. Can run the baseline, too, if he wants to. Looking, looking for a long pass. We've got bodies on the floor. Inbounds here. It's going to be stolen away. Up and in at the horn. And we are going to go overtime at 56 Oh, all. my goodness. <laughs> Oak Howell's first two points of the ball game off the steal. It was a bad pass. The body's on the floor. Oak Howell was lit. When the ball was released by Savjit Singh, Oak Howell was flat on the floor, Tom. He had to get yeah. up off the floor, grab the ball, take a gather dribble to get in there. Singh's coming in to block that shot. Dubio's coming behind, and he lays it up and in. Has to finger roll curl over the rim. Oh, boy. Aren't we glad we're at this game? Ooh. What a game. Hey, thanks for asking me for this one. I appreciate it, you know. Jeez, that. It, yeah. it, and Honestly, Tom, this is going to be a win and a loss for somebody, clearly. But Nayland Sue calling that timeout before with five seconds left to try to talk through that two and a half seconds left with that. This is exactly why they play these games in late December, because this is making both teams better come March. Right. And that's what these guys are looking for. 
someone's going to lose, but it's not going to matter when it comes to things like RPI. RPI, it's helping them both. This game helps them both to play it. But it's everything you want because situationally, this is going to come up again at some point come leagues, district playoffs, state playoffs, and this is what you want to have in your back pocket. Say, remember when we played that Christmas tournament game against this team? We're down by two. You want this. And you want to remember, now the fouls carry over. We're in bonus now the rest of the way into overtime. Here we go. Ball's in the air. We jump it up to start overtime, controlled by Mount Lake Terrace. And Caden, Caden Stide, a starter for the Lynx, is fouled out already. We may lose some more here. Dyson, or, or uh, Gannon Dykstra has two fouls, or excuse me, has four fouls himself. Xavion's on the floor, put up a shot, it's going to be missed. Bauma grabs the rebound. Xavion just doesn't get called in the benefit of fouls because he's so big. Going in, laying on the other end is up and in. Yeah, got Dawson Bauma can flat out play this sport, Tom. Right. And now we have bodies on the floor as Jeremiah Wright was flat on the floor when Bauma went in and laid it up and in. It's a two-point lead here for Lyndon Christian. That's our ninth lead change in this basketball game. We've had six ties. Rayshon Connor now to Xavion Jones. Jones top of the key. Now starts to dribble, goes down, clears some space, goes in, goes to the floor, gets fouled on the way in. He'll go to the free throw line and shoot two. He is just gassed. He is. <laughs> but you've got to have been there. he goes hard on every play still. And he will go to the free throw line. The foul is going to be on Jeremiah Wright, his third. We're in the bonus. And Xavion Jones will be at the free throw line. Two will tie it. Gets the ball, dribbles, shoots, misses. And... Another one coming up here. Some key misses free throw-wise here. Yep, there sure have been. Next free throw is good. So the lead is one, 58-57, 3-12 to play in overtime. And you kind of feel like Lyndon Christian's kind of had to play that hurry up. You know, the, the football analogy, the two-minute offense, the, right. this, this whole you know last four minutes of the fourth quarter. But now they can just kind of work their sets uh, right there. Jeremiah Wright finds Bauma for the laying up and in. The lead is three, 60 to 57, 34 points for Bauma. That curl play up top, just real nice passing, real crisp on that curl. Here's Savit Singh. Now to twos. Logan twos looking down low. Now to Jones again, 11 to shoot. Xavion Jones splits a couple of defenders, puts up a lay no good. Tap up, no good. One more time, no good. As Jones missed the first one, Dubio came in for the tap-in. It wouldn't go. Jones had another opportunity. He's going to have to earn him this time at the stripe again. And the foul's going to be on Jeremiah Wright. That's his fourth personal foul. Well, that one he sure earned for sure because he went up trying to block that, and Xavion Jones smartly pump-faked that. But when you got a big body coming down, a big body going up, that's a, that is a nasty collision right there for both players. First free throw, missed it. And Xavion will get another here. I mentioned all-league football, two-way all-league in Wesco 3A for the Hawks. Boy, he Next is free throw. tired. Yeah, missed them both. Ball went out of bounds. Last touch by Lyndon Christian. So Motley Terrace will take the basketball. And this is kind of one of those situations right there where you, you have a freshman in there that has, has played some minutes all game long for Lyndon Christian. But it's not who you'd want to be in the game, but you have some foul outs, and Caden Stites out of the game. 
Dubiel has the ball almost stripped away from him, but he gives it off to his teammate, Rayshon Connor. They'll set up the half-court offense. Connor with it, 21 to shoot. Bounces it over to Xavion Jones, goes to the baseline. Fouled on the way in. Xavion Jones will go to the free-throw line again. Well, Xavion Jones is not, not shooting his free-throws well tonight. He's, but, but he's getting a lot of them. But so far, Lyndon Christian hasn't been able to secure the rebound on that second missed free throw. Right. Uh, so this has been a long possession down here. Three different sets for the Hawks. See if they can cash in on any of these. First one, good. 60-58. If we played this whole overtime down at this end of the floor, it seems like. I feel It's felt that way, and yet Lyndon Christian is still up too. I, I kind of wonder if there's a little bit of that, that shell shock of how are we playing overtime right now for the Terrace Hawks, feeling like they had it with a five-point lead with five seconds to go. Next free throw good for Jones. The lead is one for Lyndon Christian. They have the basketball. Moving to our left. Here comes Gannon Dykstra out of backcourt. Comes between the circles. Gives it off to right. Right ball high over his head. Looking to pass it underneath. Give it off to Dykstra again. Starts the dribble. Goes right side. Fadeaway jumper. Comes up short. No good. Who's got it? Savit Singh had it. Ball went out of bounds. Last touch by Singh. It'll be Lyndon Christian basketball. And no. He pointed the wrong way. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he pointed the wrong way. It's going to be Montlake Terrace basketball. <laughs> and Tom, and I, and I think he got the call correct yeah. in the end. Yeah. It, it creates a big controversy stir in the gym when that happens, but I, I do think our official got that call correct. Yeah, Tim Zilser, I think, agrees with you. Down to the low, that goes to Savion Jones. He just feeds it underneath to Singh, who's got the rebound. It's going to be battled for one by twos. Back up. Elevate three on the way for Connor. Won't go. High in the air goes Dubiel. Grabs the rebound. He goes in. Scoops a pass over and goes out of bounds. And Twos, I'm not sure where that pass was going. Twos had to try to save him going out of bounds. Hurdled the bench. Went out of bounds. Minute 32 to go. If the ball was out of bounds. Last touch by Montlake Terrace would be Lyndon Christian basketball. Man, there's a lot of action happening and a lot of it. It's just kind of one of those situations. We've had a couple of those, Tom, where you're like, players got to keep their heads. They've been playing crisp basketball through three quarters, but fourth quarter and overtime's kind of had some of those moments. Here's Bauma going in, lay it up and good. Dawson Bauma lays it up and in. The lead is three, a minute 17 to go in the overtime period. Calling the play out of backcourt is Logan Twos. Goes left, gives it off to Connor. Connor goes into the traffic, gives it off to Jackson Dubiel, and a foul is going to be called. Jackson Dubio will be going to the free throw line. The foul is going to be whistled here. It's going to be on Dawson Bauma. That's going to be his third personal foul. Both teams are in the bonus. Free throw coming up here for Jackson Dubio. The lead is three for Lyndon Christian. 105 to play. Next first free throw is good. For Jackson Dubiel, the lead is two, 62-60. There's a lot of belief in Jackson Dubiel as a shooter. They're not even, they're only putting one guy in the lane. Next free throw, missed it. He tried to follow it himself, but Jeremiah Wright picks up the rebound. <laughs> the lead is two, one minute to play in the game. Dykstra out of backcourt. Bounce pass goes to Bauma. Starts the dribble, goes left. Swings a pass out. Up fake for a three was Dykstra. No need for it. They lead by two. 14 to shoot. Now to Bauma. Bauma between the legs, dribble. 
Goes around the screen. Down to nine to shoot. Still Bauma has it. Savine had it almost. And then back down. It goes to right. Offensive foul is called on Jeremiah Wright. Savine Singh uh-huh. had the basketball. It was knocked away from him. And the f- offensive charging foul is going to be called here on Jeremiah Wright. And I think he's just... That's... Tom, that's that's just an absolute wrong call. Yeah. I... <laughs> Yeah, I don't. That that was absolutely the wrong call right there. Uh, I thought Jeremiah Wright could undercut flat out. He gathered that ball, went up, and whoever it was slid under underneath him. And that's just one of those disappointing ways to foul out. Yeah. Uh, such oh, that's a disappointing way right there. So here we go, and yet Lyndon Christian's up too. They are, and here we go. Mount Lake Terrace brings out a backcourt. Twenty-six to shoot, thirty-three on the game clock. Logan Twos. Brings up the left side to Rayshon Cotter. Give it to Xavier Jones. Starts to dribble to the baseline. Blocking foul is going to be called. So Xavier Jones, who's missed a handful of free throws tonight, will be there again. And a couple of free throws could tie the ball game. Brody Bauman picks up the foul, his first personal foul. And Xavier Jones at the free throw line. With two shots coming up here. For Xavion, first one good. Next one ties it. And then, if you're Lyndon Christian, you just play for the win, right? Absolutely. Hold Absolutely. on to it for the yeah. final 26. Shot clock is dead. And there's only one guy I want taking this shot. His name is Dawson Bauma. Yeah. <laughs> He's got 36 on the night, I think it is, Tom. Yeah. Next free throw. No good. Gets his own. No, he doesn't. Almost had his own rebound. But I think they're calling for over the back, trying to get his own rebound. Yep. Yep. His fourth personal foul, over the back, trying to grab the rebound. Now you got freshman Caden Veldman going to shoot two free throws. On the other end. The lead is one point for Lyndon Christian with 24.6 seconds to go. They wiped the sweat off the basketball. And Caden Veldman at the line. First one, swish. Boy, that was calm. Now checking in is Oak Howell. And Luke the hero. Yeah. <laughs> the reason we're in overtime. <laughs> That's right. Well, him in. I don't want to take it from Dawson Bauma's three that he nailed with 2.5 seconds left. Next one. Good. Hit them both. Need a three? Right here. No, three. <laughs> Out of, no they're saying the coaches are like, I think seven coaches <laughs> just yelled no threes at the same time. Down to 18 seconds to go. Give it to Xavion. Goes in. Xavion's on the floor. So is Brody Bauman on the floor. The officials are going to tell us they're going to call this one on Caden Veldman. His third personal foul. Guess who? <laughs> Xavion Jones at the free throw and, line. And this is a situation, you know, I mean. Make miss? Well, you want to make make, but you're going to have to foul. you got to think if you're the Hawks, you're, if you make makes, you want to try to get, probably the, uh, take that one time out. You, or, well, okay, make, so it's miss right now, so you want them to make that, and you want to take that, probably that time out to set this up or hopefully get a steal if you're the Hawks, but if not, you got to get the quick foul because you're down right now. With only 15.9 left. 
So the first free throw missed by Xavion Jones. He'll get another coming up here. Next one goes. So it's 64-62, 15.9 seconds to go. They'll inbound the ball, Lyndon Christian at the baseline. Full court pressure being applied. Now to Bauma out of backcourt. Comes across the timeline, fouled by Xavion Jones. And I think that's five on him. Xavion will, yeah, foul out of the ball game. He had to take the foul because he was yep. the closest man to the ball coming up the pipe. And they have three times. Lyndon Christian wondering how many time, timeouts does Motley Terrace have. And, yep, because you get you get one extra when you hit when you hit overtime. Right. And Nalen Suit still had a couple left that he hadn't used with that well that big lead. They were up by seven, I think it was. They were up by as much with, as seven points. I think with a, I think it was with a minute left. They're up by seven. So Baum at the free throw line, first one good. That makes it a two point no. or three point ball game. Yep. And this is a situation if he can do this, just play defense, but don't touch anybody. Yep. If you make this, if you can hit the, get this free throw to go with 13.2, if you can get this to go and get a four-point lead, then the ball game's over. Well, just well, don't foul, don't touch. Next free throw, good. Don't touch, just make them work to get it up the court. But don't touch them. Inbounds here. Dubiel will bring it out of backcourt. Comes to the top of the key. Don't even Almost do lost that. a hand on it. Swing it in the corner. They'll shoot a three on the way. And they fouled him on the three-pointer. They did. And, and it was absolutely the call. And I'm going to be honest, Tom, I don't think Chance Chalmers' three-pointer, he was off his back it, foot it, putting up from the corner. It was not going to go. There was no shot at it. And Dawson Bauma, maybe one of the only couple things I haven't praised him on all night was that decision right there to contest that three. So three free throws for Chance Chalmers right now, down four. First one on the way, good. 4.6 seconds left, Tom. Lyndon Christian's going to have to inbound this ball unless they, unless they, unless it's a miss in the third free throw and they don't secure it. Next free throw on the way. No. Clunked it off the front of the iron and All then right. it rattled off. This is that moment that you practice. You practice this. Lyndon Christian will call a timeout. That'll be a full timeout. Oh. That'll be their last timeout. Oh, Tom, I don't like that. Calling a timeout? I don't like that. That's your only timeout you have. Now if you have to inbound the ball and you get stuck, that is a tough time to call that last one. I told If you had two timeouts, absolutely call it right there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, talk about that. Make sure. But what he's saying right now, if this ball comes off the rim, we have got to box out. We have got to secure it. And you've got to chin it. They're going to come for it. They're going to foul. They're going to take the ball away from you as best they can. Make sure they have to foul you in order to do it. If he makes it, You've got to make sure you know who's going to get that ball, who's going to inbound it, because that clock is still stopped on a made free throw. Right, right. 4.6 seconds to go. Another free throw, another two free throws coming up. Just one. Just one. One Just more. Just one left. One left. Okay. Yeah. They were down down four. That's he right. Made one, yep. missed one, got one more to go. He can close this. They're, it's a three-point difference right now. Chance Chalmers has one more free throw. He can close it to a two-point game. But Malik Terrace Hawks are going to have to – we're going to have to pull Lyndon Christian at the end of the regulation <laughs> to be able to get this back and in. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Chance Chalmers back to the free throw line Gosh. for the Hawks. Tom, what a ball game. <laughs> yeah. 66-63 now. Dubiel is in there, and he can jump and tip things really well. 
And they put Singh in there. I was trying to figure out why he wasn't in there on the free throw lane already. Xavier Jones has fouled out. Chance Chalmers at the free throw line. One more free throw. Missed one. Made one. Made one. 66-64. Looking to inbound it here. Looking, looking. Now we'll have to almost add a steal. Two's knocked it out of bounds with 3.7 seconds to go. They'll have to try to do it again. And and now this is even harder because you're on the sideline in the coffin corner down there. On the sideline, it's a lot harder to get it in from that corner. And now you, and Nalen Sue just put Greg Ta- or Gabe Town in the game right there at yep. six seven long arms to try they to cannot contest. move from that spot. Looking on the inbounds, looking, looking, looking. They feed it in over the top of twos, grabbed by Dykstra. No look in the corner, and the ball game will be over. And Lyndon Christian will defeat the Montlake Terrace Hawks by the final score of sixty six. To 64. In overtime, Montlake Terrace goes down to defeat their first loss of the year, and Lyndon Christian remains undefeated. They win it tonight in overtime, 66 to 64. We'll take a break. We'll talk with our player of the game, Dawson Bauma, after this timeout. At Marysville Toyota, there's a better way to buy your next car. It's called One. One price, one person, one hour. Our best upfront price is clearly posted on every vehicle. It takes all the guesswork out. We'll work with you from start to finish. No awkward handoff, no finance office. One person will work with you the entire time. And once you've selected what vehicle you want and how you want to pay for it, we'll do everything possible to get you on the road and on your way home in one hour. To experience the power of one, go to MarysvilleToyota.com. That's Marysville Toyota. K-R-K-O, the station specializing in songs that pick you up. Music makes you feel great, you know. Songs that get you singing. How can you not sing along? Sing with me, sing for the year, sing for the left, sing for the tears. Your music. I know all the words. It makes it easy to sing along. Baby, I'm amazed at the way you help me sing my song. It's Everett's Greatest Hits. Only on KRKO. Building communities. That's a specialty of Smoky Point Concrete, and they're looking for some new people who share their vision. Smoky Point Concrete and Skagit ReadyMix are hiring CDL drivers and non-drivers to grow the business and continue a proud tradition. Contact Smoky Point Concrete for more information. Growing a team, building a community. Smoky Point Concrete, an equal opportunity employer. Contact Smoky Point Concrete for more information. This January, drive change with Kia of Everett. Join us in supporting Harness Helps, aiding youth in our community with every test drive. Partnering with Cocoon House and Coffee Oasis, we are tackling youth homelessness, providing hope and essential services. Last year, your support made a significant impact, and now we are aiming higher. Visit Kia of Everett and drive a new beginning for our youth. Together, let's steer towards hope and opportunity. Kia of Everett, your simple, easy, fun dealer. Be part of the change. Test drive today. This is the best of Snohomish County Prep Basketball on KRKO. Everett's greatest hits, sports and more. And we welcome you back live to the Montlake Terrace High School gym, where tonight in overtime, the Linda Christian Lynx defeat the Montlake Terrace Hawks 66-64. to Tom Lafferty, along with Joel Boyer, and our player of the game from Marysville Toyota is Dawson Bauma. You said 
you thought you had about 35, is that what you thought? Yeah, that's what my uh, estimate was, yep. Okay, but 38 is a pretty good night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep, for sure, it's career high. Talk, talk about how t- this was a this was a big boy basketball game tonight. Oh, yeah, for sure. This one was circled, for sure. And when, when Wyndham beat them, uh, that was, like, uh, a big, like, game plan because Wyndham's a great team, and we just had to keep fighting and keep our heads up. And Coach, he had a great ga- game plan for us. And, yeah, we took it to him and got the dub in overtime, yeah. Uh, talk about, I mean, the fourth quarter, you kind of got away from you guys a little bit. You got down by seven. Yeah, it did. kind of yep. feel like you're, you're having to play catch up the whole time, whole time, yep. whole time. 5.7 seconds left. You guys are down yep. by five. Yep. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you get the ball in your hands. The hoop's this big, it feels like, because yeah, oh you've yeah. been hitting all night. Talk about getting that three to drop. Uh, Coach, he had a uh, draw up for me, and I just had all confidence in the world because he had the confidence in me, and, yeah, I got the ball in my hands, and I just shot it, and it went in, yeah. That was going up no matter yep. what right there, yep. and it, it was, needed yep. to. Yeah. But you think about you have some situations there where you got some guys fouling out. You have Trago down with an ankle there. Yeah. All of a sudden, you have some different guys. But talk about just that, that, that kind of – you guys are family. You can see oh, yeah, you guys have sure, done yeah. this for a long time. All of a sudden, Oak, or I think it was Oak gets the ball in his hands yeah. with 2.5 seconds yeah. left. Unbelievable. I know, yeah. Yep, we've been brothers since, like, kindergarten. So, yeah, just fun to do it together, especially on this night, yeah. So who have you known the longest on the team? Um, probably Jeremiah Wright and Gannon. Yeah, I grew up with them. They were probably my best friends growing up, so, yeah. Yep. And here's another question I'd like to ask. Who's the unsung hero? The unsung hero? The unsung hero of your team. Maybe he doesn't get the, all the points. He doesn't get all the rebounds. Oh. He doesn't get all the press. But you know that he's the guy. Maybe it's a practice. Yeah. yeah. I, I would say Who's Brody ba- Bauman. Yeah. He you gives so? it all on the, yeah, on the bench in practice. He's always getting everybody going. Yeah. He's really a good one to have on your team just for, like, the encouragement and all that stuff. Talk about the uh, Northwest Conference. It's, it's a battle every night, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. Yeah, we got Winden. That's always a good one. Um, who else? Well, Anna Cordes is well, suddenly they're pretty good. Oh yeah, Davis Vogel. Yeah, he's a really good player. We got to lock him down. Yeah, that'll be a good one for sure. And, so, and back to the first thing you said. You said Linden got this Terrace team early in the season. Yeah, they did. No, they didn't. No, they they lost it. They terrace. lost yeah, the Terrace. Yeah. <laughs> but for you knowing, I know there's a little rivalry for Linden. Oh, for, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you guys are both back-to-back state champions right yeah, now, right? Uh-huh. Seeing that Terrace got them, how much more of that? Like, like you needed an extra carrot to win in this game, but you thought, ooh, we can go get Terrace when Linden got beat by Terrace. Yeah, oh, yeah, that gave me all the drive in the world. I've, I've been thinking about this ever since they lost. Once I heard they lost, I'm like, oh, that's that's our first step on Linden when we play them. So, yeah, it was just good to beat them here in overtime. And you don't play them till the end of the year, no, right? No, yeah, for like first week of February or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. How, how crazy does that game get when you get that gym packed? Oh, it's crazy. It's unbelievable. There's nothing like it. A couple years ago, there was like 3,000 people in there. You can't even <laughs> breathe. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, man. Yeah. It's on the bucket list, Tom. we got to get sure. to that one. we, we got to yeah. get to that one. Well, sure. it makes a better ride home, right? Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Congratulations. Thank nice you. Job. Yeah. There you go. That is Dawson Obama, the player of the game for the Linden Christian Lynx. He ended up with 38 points in the ball game. We'll come back, take a look at the numbers, and wrap this one up here from Linden. Lyndon Christian with the win in overtime, 66-64 over Mount Lake Terrace. We'll be back with more after this timeout.
The first impression is the most important, so trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest. Get your logo embroidered on a shirt or hat. Make a statement with custom screen printed shirts and hoodies for your business, school, or event. And relax knowing that your first impression is in the hands of the area's experts for a quarter century. Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. Online at ScreenPrintingNW.com. That's ScreenPrintingNW.com. Ryan Berg here at the Shop of Arlington and Simmons Garage Tire Pros. We want you to love the drive. If your vehicle isn't allowing you to love the drive, it's time for us to talk. Whether it's big brands or small budget, we have you covered. From Michelin to Goodyear to Continental, General, Toyo, Cooper, Ironman, Hercules, you name it, we have the brand that fits both your car and your budget. Give us a call so we can fit the right tire to you. Look us up online at theshopofarlington.com. Do you have a painful injury that's holding you back? Gnome Physical Therapy is here to help. They are dedicated to finding long-term solutions to your pain, not just quick fixes. Don't take our word for it. Hear what Doreen from Arlington had to say. Thanks to Corey, I just finished a day of skiing after a major ski accident, three knee surgeries, and a lot of rehab. Not only did Corey help me build up my strength, he helped me understand how to manage the lingering pain. Go to GnomePT.com. That's G-N-O-M-E-P-T.com. Known Physical Therapy, your partner in healing. Attention high school sports fans. Are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Washington needs more officials. Sign up today at HighSchoolOfficials.com. Say yes to year-end savings on home appliances at Judd & Black. Like up to 50% off cooking and dishwashers, 40% off laundry pairs, and savings up to $1,900 on refrigerators. Big year-end savings on floor models and ding and dent items. Even from top brands like Whirlpool, Frigidaire, Bosch, and Gen Air. The best part? 0% financing for 18 months on approved credit. That's no financing fees until June 2025. No games, no gimmicks. Just year-end savings at Jet and Black, your hometown appliance store. Chuck Van Howling from Legacy West Insurance with Allstate is here to save the day and your hard-earned cash. And whether it's your trusty four wheels or your cozy abode, Chuck's team has the magic touch to make sure you're covered when life throws you a curveball. With Legacy West Insurance and Allstate, you can say goodbye to insurance confusion and hello to peace of mind. You're in good hands with Legacy West and Allstate on 112th Street in Everett and on Facebook. In overtime, Lyndon Christian with the win over Mount Lake Terrace, 66-64. to Welcome back, Tom Lafferty, along with Joel Boyer. Buddy Patrick has the stats here coming up in just a moment. As we said it before the game, Joel, we said it during the game and after the game, that was big boy basketball right there. Absolutely. It's everything that both coaches, well, they both wanted to win, of course. Right. But, but everything both coaches wanted to get out of that game, just situations, opportunities, uh, players even fouling out and being in foul trouble. And how, do you, how do you handle that? How do you massage that as a coach? How do the players keep their heads to handle that? How do your role players off the bench have to come and play a little bit more minutes? It's everything you want to get in December. And right. you know, we're nearly January here, but because this makes you better come late February and early March. Right. Everything right. you want to get out of it. Because do you think Zavion will get in foul trouble 
in the district tournament? We've seen it for a couple years in a row. I'm guessing so. Yeah. It's just a physical style of play. And and tonight, he he got to play a little bit more physical, and and they let that go. Right. Um, And and not saying that there weren't calls made both ways or weren't calls that allowed both ways, but that style of play really benefited, I thought, kind of the – Kind of the, the aggressiveness of terrorists in that. Right. Um, but I. But Lyndon Christian's plenty, oh, plenty aggressive enough. Oh, oh right? absolutely. And, and it's kind of it's the kind of stuff that if you have that aggressive style of play, sometimes all of a sudden players are kind of getting bumped to the floor and, and that contact causes a massive, what looks like a foul. But both teams are, like you said, big boy basketball. They handle those bumps and, and, and tugs and all that kind of stuff. Both sides, it was such an equally matched game, which is fun to watch. Well, and when you get to the, well, for Motley Terrace, the Tacoma Dome. Yep. For Linden Christian, the Yakima Sun Dome. Yep. Lay, let all of that go. Yes. We, we sit courtside down at those games, and they are banging and uh, pushing on each other. Every single game. And, and in a way, it feels like a lot of times the referees, and, and they do it in a way that what they want to say, let's, let's let the players play the game and decide the game. Right. So they let some more contact go. And, right. and I don't disagree with it. I, I appreciate it in a lot of ways, as long as it's not too much, of course. But it's right. just that, that feeling of, wow, fantastic. Yep. Um, I, I Honestly, we, we got to make sure that we talk about when you're Mount Lake Terrace – when you're Mount Lake Terrace and, and you have a lead with 5.7 seconds left and, and there was a timeout call by Nayland Sue and we said, well, you know, just kind of situationalize this stuff. You have a five-point lead. This is just to talk about it as if you had a two-point lead to make sure no right. threes go up. Yep. Well, what happens? Dawson Bauman gets the ball, releases it. Dubiel's right in his face, but he gets it over that outstretched hand. Oh, my goodness, right there becomes becomes a three-pointer. Now it's only a two-point game. Yep. And then that ball gets thrown in and, Somehow Oak Velvin gets off the off the floor, picks it up, and puts it in. Now we're going to overtime. You just kind of think it was a little shell shock for Terrace, I thought, the first minute or two of overtime. So let's take a look. They're, they've turned off the lights on us here. I think everybody wants to go home after a, a two-day tournament. Let's go to Buddy Patrick with a look at the uh, stats. All right, we'll start with... We'll start with the Mount Lake Terrace Hawks uh, here for the team. 23 for 61 from the field, 38%. Two for seven from three-point range, 29%. 16 for 28 from the free throw line, 57% there. As a team leading the team, Xavion uh, uh, Jones, 21 points for him. Sean Connor had 12 points on the night. Jackson Dubiel was 16. Logan Toes, 5 points for him, 6 points for Gabe Town. The Hawks with 14 turnovers. For the Linden Christian links for the team, 25 for 52 from the field, 48%. 4 for 17 from beyond the arc, 24%. 12 for 17 from the free throw line. And as a t- uh, individually leading all scores, our player of the game, Dawson Bauma, 38 points for him with a c- crucial three at the end of regulation. Seven points for Gannon Dykstra. Two points for Oak Howell, but the, probably the biggest two-point shot that yeah. he had of his high school career so far. Ten points for Jeremiah Wright and Caden Stite. Five points for him. Twelve turnovers for the Lynx. That is it, 66-64 in overtime. Lindy Christian defeats Motlick Terrace. We'll come back and wrap it up from Motlick Terrace High School right after this timeout. At Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens, community is at the heart of everything we do. It's the spirit of togetherness and DIY magic that brings us all closer together. From lending a hand on your latest project to sharing tips and tricks, our store is more than just a place to shop. It's a hub where friendships are built and stories are shared. Discover top-notch tools, local expertise, and a friendly smile that's always there to help. Let's build, create, and grow together. Visit Lake Stevens Ace Hardware today. Ace is the place with the help. Helpful hardware, folks. 
Are you in the market for a new or used car? Concerned that your credit challenges could be an issue with financing? Here at Chevrolet of Everett, we have credit solutions for you. With over 40 years in the Puget Sound area and part of the Harnish Auto family, we have strong relationships with local lenders and can help you navigate your credit challenges. Visit us at ChevroletOfEverett.com. That's ChevroletOfEverett.com and get started on finding your new car today. Chevrolet of Everett, a better experience. Justice is easy if you know what to do. Call 800-LAW-0842. The Law Offices of Russell and Hill are proud sponsors of the KRKO Prep Sports Student Athlete of the Month. These student athletes have demonstrated excellence on the field of play and in the classroom. Russell and Hill believes in being part of your community and salutes those who give the extra effort. Russell and Hill will fight for you. Call 800-LAW-0842. The first impression is the most important, so trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest. Get your logo embroidered on a shirt or hat. Make a statement with custom screen printed shirts and hoodies for your business, school, or event. And relax knowing that your first impression is in the hands of the area's experts for a quarter century. Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. Online at ScreenPrintingNW.com. That's ScreenPrintingNW.com. Mangle in the morning. KRKO's Brian Mangle is giving KRKO listeners a chance to win his seats at every Everett Silvertips home hockey game. You can experience the fun in person with four free tickets to a Silvertips game at Angel of the Winds Arena. Just go to krko.com or to the free KRKO phone app to enter to win. Listen for more details with Brian Mengel. Mornings on KRKO. Game days are always better at Dave & Buster's in Linwood at the Alderwood Mall. Why? More screen on their 40-foot wow wall. That's why. That's because more TV inches, more food and drinks, more space and more fun make the game we all know and love more special. So celebrate your team with your squad. Enjoy the games and the good times with an unbelievable lineup of beer options. Now that is on point. Add more ding, ding, ding to your game day with more food and more screen at Dave & Buster's in Linwood. And online at davidbusters.com. Tonight's game was broadcast on rights granted by the Western Conference solely for the private non-commercial use of our audience. Any publication, rebroadcast, retransmission, or other use of the descriptions and accounts of this game without the express written consent of the Western Conference or KRKO Radio is prohibited. Tonight's game was produced in studio by Brandon Hamilton. Tomorrow night, the Ever Silver Tips take on the Seattle Thunderbirds back from Christmas vacation. 5.30 pregame, 6.05 faceoff. Live from the Showware Center in Kent. Then on Monday, New Year's Day, the Edmonton Oil Kings and the Everett Silvertips. That's a time change now. 12.30 pregame show, 105 faceoff from Angel of the Winds Arena in downtown Everett. On Wednesday, we're back with you with high school basketball on the boys' side. Coach Darrell Olson joins me on Wednesday. The Kamiak Knights and the Lake Stevens Vikings, 7 o'clock, live from Lake Stevens High School. Thanks to our statistician. Buddy Patrick, tonight's game brought to you by Screen Printing Northwest, the law office of Russell and Hill, Chevrolet of Everett, Judd Black Appliance, the Buzz In Steakhouse, Smoky Boy Concrete, by Marysville Toyota, Glass by Lund, Chuck Van Howling, Legacy West Insurance at Allstate, Dave and Buster's, the Lake Stevens Ace Hardware Store, and by Kia of Everett. Now for Joel Boyer, I'm Tom Lafferty, reminding you of tonight's final score from the Mount Lake Terrace High School Gymnasium in Mount Lake Terrace. In overtime, the Linden Christian Lions Linden Christian Lynx 66, the Mount Lake Terrace Hawks 64. Good night, everybody. Happy New Year.
KRKO Everett, K237GN AM 1380, and FM 95.3. Your music. James Taylor, Chicago. Beatles. Huey Lewis. Now, more of Everett's greatest hits. KRKO.